Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is the King James Radio Network. Your radio home for North Brunswick Greater Sports. Restoration Place. The Cal Ripken Baseball District Championships. The Ladies of Our Turf Football. And the Jersey Basketball Association. It's a pleasant Friday evening to one and all. We welcome you to our Raiders Live pregame on the King James Radio Network. And I'm ready to choke my laptop. But with that being said, we welcome you to Steve Lebron Field in North Brunswick, New Jersey, where tonight Raiders football is in its 10th season as it continues on the King James Radio Network. The North Brunswick Marching Band currently out on the field right now. And so they're performing here on Senior Night as the North Brunswick Raiders take on the New Brunswick Zebras in the home opener. Plus it is Senior Night. Here at Steve Lebro Field. Corbett Thompson here. Glad to be with you at jamesisking.com. Also on Facebook under the name King James Radio Network and on Twitter at King James Radio 1. So let's give you a little backdrop, by the way. My thanks, of course, to 920WON, The Apple, and Jonathan Rios for simulcasting with us as well. And he has, he has, he has to be a man of patience to deal with all my technical difficulties. But uh, with that being said... Uh, they're about to do the senior night announcements here in just a moment. They're going to announce the seniors uh, you know, that come out onto the field. So we'll probably go to that first. We'll do that first, and then we'll have our pregame interview with Raiders head football coach Mike Seipot. I'll change the format just a little bit because John Big Time Zelahosky, the public address announcer here for, at Steve Lebo Field, will be doing the uh, senior night announcements. The parents are lined up uh, on our, our left end zone here getting ready to come out to the field, out to midfield here. And so, you know, we'll, 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 we'll join in, is what I want to say, with John Big Time Zelahosky in just a moment. But, you know, the Raiders come in at 1-0. New Brunswick comes in at 1-0. And so, you know, a battle of early unbeatens here here in this Division 5B matchup of the Big Central Football Conference. And, and rivals, neighbors, and you know these guys are very familiar with each other. So, you know, with that being said, of course, a uh, scattered audience here tonight. Uh, of course, with the you know limited tickets that were available for this game. So, you know, with that being said, um, you know, for the Raiders trying to come off of a win over Sayreville last week, uh, defeating the Bombers by a score of 18 to nine, and New Brunswick beating Immaculata last week uh, 29 to 12 with uh, 21 of those 29 points coming in the second half so you know with that being said it looks like we're almost ready for the senior night announcements and so I'm going to probably lean in over John Big Time Zelahosky here while he does that and uh, so hopefully he doesn't mind that but you know uh, the seniors uh, not as many seniors of course this year as there were last year uh, last year you know close to 30 some odd seniors graduating so this year let me see I have the number count 
with me. I don't have it in front of me. I have to look and find it. But um, not as many seniors on the roster this year. So probably will be a bit of a quicker ceremony <laughs> this year than it was last year. So uh, Mike Zipot, of course, in his fourth season, uh, 16 seniors, 16 seniors, not including cheerleaders and band. Uh, Mike Zipot in his fourth season uh, as head coach of the Raiders. And so I'm going to turn it over to the public address here and uh, John Big Time Zilahoski in a moment. But, um, you know, for the Raiders, one and no start, just trying to keep the train moving. They've got four wins in a row over New Brunswick. They don't want that to end. Mike Saipot undefeated in the month of October in his four years. They don't want that to end. And he's 3-0 and on senior night. Hasn't lost a senior night game yet. So, you know, keep all of that in mind as we go here. So I'm just I'm just waiting for big time and we see if he's ready and uh, then we'll be ready to go. But um, and then we'll get to Mike Saipot and also uh, in our Raiders spotlight will be, um, well, actually, let's turn it over to Big Time. Tonight, on this gorgeous evening here in Central New Jersey, we would like to take some time to acknowledge our seniors and their families. A reminder is that our band members will be recognized during tonight's halftime. First, we want to extend our appreciation for all of the hard work and effort these student athletes put forth both in and out of the classroom. And of course, we thank the families for their support and the contributions to our Raiders Athletics program. To begin, we would like to recognize the senior athletes from the visiting New Brunswick Zebras. Thank you for being a part of today's contest. Best of luck to all of the New Brunswick seniors. Now, at this time, we would like to introduce our North Brunswick senior athletes. We are going to first begin with our North Brunswick cheer squad. First, we have Jessene Brown. She is being escorted by her mother, Tammy, her father, Patrick, and her sister, Jamari. Jessene has been in the NDTHS cheer program for the last two years. Her plans after graduation are to continue her education in college and earn a degree in finance to become an investment banker. Next, we would like to welcome Miss Stephanie Haig. She is being escorted by her mother, Allison, her father, Brian, and her sister, Brittany. Stephanie has been a part of the NBTHS cheer program for four years. Her plans after graduation are to attend college and receive a degree in political science before heading to law school. Stephanie Higg will be one of our guests at halftime during the broadcast. We have Miss Brianna Madre. She's being escorted by her mother, Karen, her brother, Brandon, and her friend, Marsha Ann. Brianna has been in the NBTHS cheer program for two years. Her plans after graduation are to attend college and become a nurse practitioner. Next, we have Miss Brianna Mills. She is being escorted by her father, Dante, her mom, 
Jessica, and her brother, Dante Jr. Brianna has been in the NBTHS cheer program for four years. Her plans for after graduation are to cheer at a Division I university and ultimately attend law school. Brianna Mills also joining us at halftime. Next, we would like to welcome Miss Hannah Rodriguez. She's being escorted by her mother, Annabelle, her father, Hector, and her brothers, Caleb and Josh. Hannah has been in the NBTHS cheer program for the last four years. Her plans for after graduation are to attend college. The last of our seniors on the senior cheer squad are Miss Julia Walsh. She's just being escorted by her mother, Phyllis, her father, Ken, and her brother, Aiden. Julia has been in the NBTHS cheer program for four years. Her plan for after graduation is to study nutrition and dietetics and expand on her acting career. Let's give a big round of applause for all of the senior members of our Raiders cheer squad. That is the Lady Raiders cheerleaders. We'll get to the players here in just a moment. Next, we would like to welcome the members of the NBTHS Raiders football team. Let's give a big round of applause for those seniors. We are going to start with our football team managers. We have Ms. Kia Carbo. She is being escorted by her mother, Tanya, her father, Abdul, her godmother, Lakeisha, her grandmother, Beverly, and her brother, Abdul. Our next manager is Miss Ariana Kravitz. She's being escorted by her mother, Leah Kravitz, and her, father, her friend, Asaru Napier. For our senior football team members, we have number 78, Omar, Omar Shaheb Eladin. He's a defensive tackle and offensive tackle. He's being escorted by his mother, Aliyah, his brother, Mustafa, and his brother, Yassine. So there you hear Omar Shahabuddin being announced to, uh, to the seniors. We have number 70, Brandon Noel. He is the center. He is being escorted by his mother, Anissa, and his sister, Bianca. Next, we have number 66, Martez Burrell. He is a center and defensive lineman. He is being escorted by his mom, Tracy, and his cousin, Lynette. Of course, don't forget, Raiders head coach Mike Saipati is coming up next in our pregame chat. Next, we have number 60, 61, David Inye. 
He is an offensive lineman. He is being escorted by his teammate, Frankie Garbolino. So David Inyang, a uh, last minute insertion into the senior night lineup. So <laughs> high school football well, on live radio. You got to love it. Next, we have number 51, Mr. Edwin Jordan. So, of course, so again, 16 seniors for the Raiders this year. Escorted by his coach, Paul Day. Next, we would like to welcome number 50, Jake Tavoli. Offensive lineman and defensive lineman. He is being escorted by his mother, Lauren, his brother, Zach, and his brother, Max. Next, we have number 32, Isaiah McKenzie. He is a linebacker, being escorted by his mother, Monique, and his father, Keith. Next, we have number 29, Jeremiah Brema, free safety and running back. He is being escorted by his aunt, Rosaline, and his brother, Justin. Next, we have number 22, Dejan Thomas, a running back and a linebacker. He is being escorted by his mother, Tanya, and his father, Garnett. Mr. Thomas with a 100-yard game last week. And winning in the win over Sayreville. Now we have number 20, Matthew Boyd. He is a linebacker. Matthew is being escorted by his mother, Viola. Next, we have number 18, Exor Diaz. He is a wide receiver and a cornerback. He's being escorted by his mother, Jasmine, and his stepfather, Lance. Next, we have number 9, Joe Melius. He's, be, he's a wide receiver and a linebacker. He's being escorted by his father, Joe Sr. Next, we have number five, Jelani Devonish Winter. Wide receiver and cornerback. He's being escorted by his mother, Antoinette.
Next, we have number four, George Battle. He is a wide receiver. He's being escorted by his brother, John, and his brother, Gabe. George Battle, transfer from West Windsor, Plainsboro North. This is the second game he has to sit out. He'll be back next week, though. Next, we would like to welcome our two captains of our North Brunswick Raiders football team. We have number two, David Deloach. He is running back. And he is being escorted by his father, David, and his grandfather, David Sr. Last but not least, we would like to welcome number three, Jaquil Boyd. Linebacker and running back. He's being escorted by his mother, Lorraine, his father, James, his brother, Rajan, and his sister, Jack. Let's give one big round of applause for all of our North Brunswick Raiders seniors here on Senior Night. Again, we extend our best wishes to all of the student athletes, and we thank you for all you have done for North Brunswick High School. Good luck in tonight's event, and let's go Raiders! That's why they call him Big Time, the one, the only, John Big Time Zelahoski with the announcements for Senior Night. And so with that, we'll get right to Raiders head football coach Mike Seipot. Uh, he joined us, of course, earlier to talk about tonight's game. And so, you know, Coach Saipot, you know, I mentioned 13-0 in the month of October, 3-0 on senior night. And so, you know, a lot on the line here tonight for Coach Saipot. Of course, now, you know, being the, the focused guy that he is, he doesn't really think about any of that stuff. You know, he's just focused on trying to win a football game, you know, each and every week. So with that in mind, here's the head coach of North Brunswick Raiders football, Mike Saipot. Game, game number, number two, two, it's actually going to be senior night. Game number two, as the Raiders take on New Brunswick, it's the home opener, but also senior night here at Steve Lebo Field. And as always, Raiders head football coach Mike Saipot joins me, and uh, we'll talk a little North Brunswick football. It, you know, coach, last week uh, against Sayreville, uh, come back in the fourth quarter, and you get the win. So, you know, were you happy with, you know, you know was it one of those games where it just – you know, try to get the W, or you know, were you were there some things in particular that you were happy with? Yeah, I was happy with the with the players' fight. You know, we're losing nine six going into fourth. We score twelve unanswered. I mean, that that, that doesn't happen often. And with a younger team uh, that we've had in the past, uh, you know, it, it it was it was very good to see that, especially early on in the season, uh, that they had that fight and they stuck together and uh, we pulled out the win. Now, you, know, you racked up a few penalties along the way. Do you just attribute that to first game, or do you attribute that to, to something maybe you saw on tape? Or I mean, you can you could say a lot of things about it, you know, inexperience and this and that, but, you know, we fixed it. We, we did blocking. We had a blocking circuit. We, we, we did some more, uh, more tackling drills. So um, when I look at penalties, I think of um, – uh, just the fundamentals, and that uh, maybe it's moving our feet, or maybe our hand placement's wrong. And uh, you know, we did some discipline things and focus drills, uh, especially on Monday with the varsity guys. And you know, we we definitely bring up those penalties. It's not like we just ignore them. So um, you know, we took care of it, and hopefully they lessen as the year goes on. And uh, we uh, keep track of that as a staff. 
How important was it for Frankie Garbolino to you know, avoid the turnover? You know, now, late in the game, of course, uh, you guys had a turnover, but by then, you guys were up by two scores. But in terms of Frankie, how important was it for him, your know, first varsity start, to not throw the ball away and, and just be smart? He's just got to play loose, and he's got to settle in earlier. You know, he, he was juiced up. Maybe he might have been overthrowing the ball sometimes. Maybe he's playing a little too tight. He's just got to play loose. He's got to find his groove, whatever it may be, the night before or, or, or the or time the time in between uh, before the game and just you know play sometimes I forget that he's only, he is only a sophomore so you know you're still going to make those mistakes but you know how he picks his teammates up and himself is is what's important he did a good job with that talking with Raiders head coach Mike Slapot as the Raiders get ready for New Brunswick here on senior night you know speaking of senior night you know, this is going to be uh, an interesting senior night to be sure do you can you treat it like just another senior night or is there something a little more unique about this one just as long as the announcers got the right information and everyone's lined up right, I, I kind of just I stand on the 50 and I, it just kind of flows. That, that That's why Mr. Morrell's our AD and not me. <laughs> he does a good job taking care of that and everything's organized. So, um, you know, I think it's going to look very similar to a senior night and, uh, you know, for a special night for the seniors. And... Any particular message for for the seniors? Just that they're not promised tomorrow. You know, this is obviously it's a it's a different year, but uh, you know we have senior night, and uh, you know I told the younger guys that they got to you know fight their butts off to make sure it's a special night for the seniors, and that the seniors you know kind of get the mushy stuff out of the way maybe the night before and beginning and just focus on the 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 game at hand but also realizing that it is their last senior night here uh you know at libro field and that it is a special night for them so we want to make sure we all do our parts as a staff and the younger players to make it uh, a win for them on their senior night somehow mushy and sidepot don't go in the same sentence but I'll, I'll, I'll leave that alone but uh, new brunswick um you know this is a team that you know they you know had some issues last year they had to forfeit their their first four games of the year finished 0-9 but in their last three games lost by three points or less any emphasis on you know obviously you want to score as many points as you can as quickly as you can but any emphasis on you know you saw what they did against Immaculata in the second half so any emphasis on uh, trying to get out early you know, obviously, and we had a great offensive week this week in practice. So we liked some certain plays that we ran. We liked some different little wrinkles that we put here and there. And, you know, we know that New Brunswick is going to come here ready to go. We know that they're going to give us their all. And, you know, it really just comes down to execution and just focusing on the task at hand and making sure that, um, you know, we don't lose our heads and, and stuff that isn't important. And um, we just got to, whatever call is called in, we got to make sure we, uh, you know, do it to the best of our ability and make sure as coaches we see different adjustments that we need to make in this uh, all-around team effort. Quentin Tibbs is one of their quarterbacks. The other is Brian Latham, number six. Do you have to prepare for anything pretty much? Uh, yeah, because and they offensively they come out with a lot of formation. So it really comes down to just knowing what we do and knowing where we line up when we line up. We had a lot of uh, recognition drills this week just to know where we line up and what the coverage is and getting a signal from the sideline. And, uh, you know, whoever's under center, we just got to make sure we do our, our job and not worry too much about who's back there. I mean, him and Tibbs are, are different in a way, but they are similar in a way. So, you know, we just got to play ball.
and then you know, finally, um, and you, you, you and your spotless record in October, you know, the, the 13 and 0 mark, not to mention you haven't lost on senior night either. So, um, Don't put pressure. <laughs> what, uh, you know, how do you, you yourself, you know, you talk a lot about the players, you know, phasing things out and keeping things, you know, from the outside to creeping in, you know, what about you guys as coaches? You know, you guys are human beings kind of, you know, how do you, you know, insulate yourselves from, from the newspapers and me and everybody else? I think they just listen to me because I tell them not to read the paper. And, uh, you know, that stuff, you know, after a win, it's great to read that and everything. But leading up to a game, that, that stuff can't be important to us and who picked who and, and, and what they're saying about us and whether it's positive or negative. Like, I feel like when you do read the paper, I feel like you lose focus uh, about the game plan and, and what we're really, what's really important at hand. And um, I think that the coaches learned quickly how I am, um, just focusing on the now and focusing on what the job is at hand at the moment. So, you know, tomorrow they know the routines by now. We have a, a you know a staff that a lot of the guys have been here for three or four years with me, so they get it and they know uh, that everyone has a job on game day, and and we make sure the kids are motivated and, and focus on the game plan, and uh, we just kind of follow lead right there. One quick question about your defense. I haven't talked about your defense and uh, you know you're holding Sayerville, but you know coming into this game. Um, do you expect, uh, you know, do you expect, you know, maybe uh, a, a stiffer challenge with New Brunswick in terms of their, you know, what their offensive capabilities are, and then perhaps on defense you might have to, you know, throw in some you know, new wrinkles, things like that. We have a couple new wrinkles, and uh, again, it's week by week, but everything at the end of the day is is out of our base defense, and uh, we know that New Brunswick has, you know, they they have more athletes than Sarahville for sure. Um, I don't know if they're a sound or alignment up front, but, you know, we'll find out, uh, you know, we'll find that out. But uh, they're definitely similar in a way, but they are different in a way uh, with, with playmakers. And that we have to make sure that we're in the right spot and we're taking right angles and uh, we're not uh, giving up any home runs. He is Mr. October, Mike Seifot, joining us here as always uh, you know, for game number two against New Brunswick. So, Coach, you know, thanks as always. Good luck. Thank you. There you hear from Raiders head football coach Mike Seipot before tonight's game. So the coin toss has taken place, the socially distanced coin toss. Uh, the you know Mike Seipot with his senior captain Jaquil Boyd and head coach Nate Harris from New Brunswick with his senior captain Captain Quentin Tibbs. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Here with 2A lineman Omar Shahabadeen as we get ready for Raiders football, North Brunswick and New Brunswick coming up here on senior night. Omar is a senior as well, and uh, so I just wanted to talk to him a little bit about uh, the game and about senior night. Tell me about senior night. You know, what's that going to be like for you, you know, going out on the field before the game and uh, getting recognized by, you know, whoever's going to be in the stands? Oh, I'm excited, man. Like, uh, I can't wait. Looking forward to it. Um, it's a great night. You know, you represent all the seniors, show some love. You know, it's the last year. And, you know, they're, they're lucky having the season, especially with what's going on right now. So it's going to be a great night. I'm excited. You know, you were you were here last year. Uh, one of the, you know, not many guys coming back from last year, but you were here. How much, you know, how much valuable experience did you pick up just watching the other guys, uh, you know, do what they do? 
a lot. I, I, I learned a lot, honestly, because um, seeing varsity games compared to like JV or freshman games, it's a whole different level of gameplay. You look at varsity guys, they're running the ball, they're intense. You look at them and you can tell that you know they're putting it all out in the field. They're not leaving anything behind. They're trying their best and uh, it inspires you. It makes you motivated to do just as how they are and you know work hard like them and you know become their successors. Now, last week against Sayreville, if, if I remember my stats right, you had eight tackles, um, and you had a sack in there as well. So you must have been inspired uh, in some kind of way. So tell me about was it just uh, was it just that that first game that got you pumped, or uh, was it something that you recognized that you were doing? Uh, I love football, man. That's it's it's that simple, and you know. Uh, I don't know, just stepping out on that field, realizing, you know, hey, I have a season. This is my first game, and uh, it inspired me, especially because, you know, that week we, we had a, an incident where we had to go home on Wednesday because apparently a kid from Wachong Hills, that uh, the team we scrimmaged, uh, was tested positive for COVID, and we didn't know if we were going to have a season after that. Uh, everything came back okay, you know, we were all good. We went back and I went on the field and I was just like, hey man, you know, it could it could go away like that. Like, this is it. I got to make a count. And I did. And I, I, you know, I'm proud of how I did and I look forward to doing that again in this game. So that was your, your, your wake-up call? Oh yeah, no, for sure. You know, this game against New Brunswick, uh, you might know a few kids from over there. Um, you know, tell me about, you know, putting, I guess, your, your place in this rivalry now. Well, uh, I'm sorry. I don't really understand the question. Well, what I mean is, uh, you know, it's a, it's a it's a rivalry that goes back a long time. Um, now you get your turn to be a part of it. Okay. You know, so tell me, kind of give me some thoughts on that. I'm excited, man. Hey, look, a rivalry is a rivalry. You know, like we're 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 excited, bro. It's you know a friendly game, competition, but at the same time, you know, it's competitive. Uh, you know, I'm trying to win. The other guy's trying to win. We're trying to make each other mess up. You know, we're trying not to mess up ourselves. You know, it's it's intense, and you know, it comes down to the wire sometimes. Uh, and you know, I'm excited, dude. I, I I can't wait. I I cannot wait to go on that field and participate <laughs> in a rivalry against a team that we have been rivals with for a long time. It's 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 exciting. Yep. And you know, Coach uh, always you know his his the key buzzword is together. You know, how have you guys been able to to stay together even without the practice time that you would like and and you know working in the off season maybe working out on your own? How have, how have you guys been able to just stay together? When it comes to me personally and you know a couple other guys on the team, we've known Coach Sipod since he became head coach here. We our our freshman year was the same year he was. Uh, given the title of head coach and uh, we grew up with this program or we, we, we like grew with this program I should say uh, you know started small you know we had a lot to prove and we're here now and uh, you know me knowing coach Saipot as long as I have and knowing his brothers and the other coaches like coach Marr he coached me in middle school and coach Day he was my freshman coach knowing all of them for me it helped me make a, a better bond with the team and, and uh, uh, get along with people and you know, be able to talk to my coaches and, you know, we're just, we're closer together as a unit. And then when it comes to the other players, you know, we're always picking each other up. Like we don't, we don't ever let anybody down. We don't put anybody down. You know, we might tell you, hey, you messed up there and make it a, make a mess it up or don't mess it up the next play, fix it, do better. We encourage each other and uh, we feed off each other's energy. And so we make sure that we're giving out positive energy. And uh, yeah.
And, you know, you guys had a, a very good uh, running game last week uh, with, with Dejan Thomas and, yeah. you know, had a big game. How much confidence does that give you guys, you know, as an offense, you know, just uh, knowing that, you know, you could run the ball maybe better than what some people might have thought? Oh, it, it's uh, it's very reinforcing, uh, as I like to say, you know, it, 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 you know, reinforces our confidence. We went into this, you know, missing a couple guys, you know, a couple of uh, past year starters and uh, you know we, we were uh, a little worried but you know after what we did on uh, on Friday against Sayreville I have all the confidence in the world that we can run the ball on anybody and uh, yeah I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not worried <laughs> and do you feel like you still because obviously you know you only played one game this year so far so do you feel like your best your best football moment is still to come Oh yeah, for sure. Hey man, look, uh, I just love football, and uh, no matter what happens, win or lose, man, you know I'm gonna do whatever I can, do the best I can, and whatever comes comes. You know, it's all in God's plan. What's more, uh, what's more uh, exhilarating for you? Fumble, uh, forced fumble, sack. Uh, do you have one in particular that gets you going more than any other? For me, man, it's 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 like it's it's a tie between a sack and and a fumble, like I. I <laughs> Like, I, they're both, like, equal to me. Because, you know, a sack, it's like, it, it, that's just, like, demoralizing. When, you, when you're an offensive lineman and, I, and you know, you see your, because I'm an offensive lineman too, it, you see your quarterback get sacked. That's like, that's like your mother getting sacked, bro. Like, that's not, that's not cool. <laughs> that's the, you know, being a defensive lineman, you know, I'm, I'm a saboteur, man. That's my job. I'm, yeah. I'm there to make stuff, mess stuff up and, and, you know, make everything go down south, you know. <laughs> I'm here to make stuff hit the fan, you know. So, I, for I've me, never... that's. Yeah, for me that's exhilarating, you know. I've never heard it that way. It's like you're watching your mother get sacked. I've oh never... yeah, man. No, it's 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 a terrible feeling, man. And uh, yeah, fumble, dude. A fumble is just a fumble, bro. When when you when you you know force a fumble, especially, uh, and and you know your team gets the ball, that could change a game right there. That's a game changer. A sack, you know, that's just you know you lost you lost some yards. Uh, you know, it looks bad. But but a fumble can change the game, and if you get a, t a sack and a forced fumble in the same play, that's dude, that feels good. <laughs> there you hear from Omar Shahabedin as the Raiders get ready for New Brunswick, and uh, you know looking to disappoint a lot of moms over in New Brunswick uh, coming up. <laughs> so hey, Omar, thanks for a few minutes and, and good luck. All right. Thank you for having me. And so it looks like we're going to have the opening kick here in just a moment. So what we're going to do is we're going to break and go into our live game coverage. I apologize for those of you that wanted to hear uh, Omar Shahabuddin. You will hear that on the archive version. So if you're listening to the archive version, you will have already heard Omar Shahabuddin. But uh, we're going to take a break uh, for the National Anthem. And when we come back, it's our live game coverage, North Brunswick and New Brunswick on the other side. This has been your Raiders Live pregame presented by the Cal Team and Remax Country on their King James Radio Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. John, John Calandrusio at Remax Country is there for all of your residential real estate needs in Central Jersey. Remax Country is located at 40 South Main Street in Milltown, New Jersey. 
please feel free to call John directly on his cell phone at 908-812-9148 or visit www.thecalteam.com. That's C-A-L, thecalteam.com. Once again, 908-812-9148 for John Calandrusio at Remax Country in Milltown, New Jersey. It's once again time for this date in Raiders football history where we take a look back at the archives of North Brunswick Raiders football. Well, October the 2nd has not necessarily been kind to the Raiders over the years, but in 1992 they did end up in a 10-10 tie against Bishop R. But to go back to their first win, you would have to go to 2010. The Raiders knocked off Carteret 33-21. Kareem Sawyer caught three touchdown passes from quarterback Tate Perkle, with Jake Rosenberg catching an additional one. Perkle threw for 216 yards that night, with 135 of those yards going to Sawyer. Ross Kurtz ran for 135 with a touchdown as the Raiders would move ahead to 3-1 on the season. That is a look at this date in Raiders football history. We'll come back with more of North Brunswick Raiders football on the King James Radio Network. This is Brett Krause with the North Brunswick Raiders. This is BJ Pryor. This is David Straminski. This is Nikhil Jariwala. This is Christian Petrillo. This is Miles Bailey. This is Jaquil Boy. This is Frankie Garbolino. It is the 10th season North Brunswick Raiders football on the King James Radio Network. After a fourth quarter comeback last week to beat Sayreville, the North Brunswick Raiders return home to Steve Libro Field for their home opener, which is also senior night to face a longtime rival, the New Brunswick Zebras. Head coach Mike Saipot has never lost in October with a 13-0 record, and he's not looking to start now. Sophomore quarterback Frankie Garbolino has a chance to win his first two varsity starts, something that has not been done in Raider Nation since 2011. Bragging rights and a 2-0 record are up for grabs between North Brunswick and New Brunswick. Next on the King James Radio Network. just play it that's the great thing about sports you play to win and i don't care if you don't have any wins you go play to win when you start telling me it doesn't matter then retire get out hey raider fans it's game time Roddy out of the shotgun takes the snap hands off to bailey straight up the middle has a hole and there it is Touchdown, North Brunswick Raiders. Miles Bailey is now North Brunswick's all-time rushing touchdown leader. Picked up at the five-yard line. This is Hicks, 10, 15, 20. Coming around on the near side. 30, he's got room. 35, gets the block. 40, midfield, near side. 40, cuts it back in. 30, 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, North Brunswick Raiders. Dave Hicks to start the second half. Mike Morati under center. Takes a knee as the clock... Runs towards zero, and this game is over, and the North Brunswick Raiders are your champions of the 2019 season in the GMC White Division. This is North Brunswick Raiders football, live on the King James Radio Network. And with that, we have the opening kickoff. It's a pleasant Friday evening. To one and all, we welcome you to Steve Lebro Field in North Brunswick, New Jersey, where tonight... North Brunswick Raiders football is on the King James Radio Network as the North Brunswick Raiders take on the New Brunswick Zebras in the Raiders' home opener. It's senior night, and it's also a big central football conference division 5B matchup. 
The opening kick went to New Brunswick as North Brunswick deferred until the second half. Eamon Sanders caught the ball for New Brunswick. He was tackled at the 35-yard line. So that's where we will begin. First and 10, New Brunswick from their own 35-yard line. New Brunswick comes in at 1-0 under third-year head coach Nate Harris. North Brunswick comes in at 1-0 under fourth-year head coach Mike Sipots. Brian Latham Jr. is your starting quarterback for New Brunswick. He has a split backfield. We have a man in motion, and now Latham takes the snap, tries to run straight up the middle, and bounces off a of one tackle, crosses the 40, and gets to about the 42. Before he is tackled in between the hash marks, Craig Wade, one of the guys on the defensive line for North Brunswick, there to make the stop. Latham threw for over 100 yards and a couple of touchdown passes in New Brunswick's victory last week in their season opener at home over Immaculata. We mentioned in the pregame that New Brunswick, you know, well, I didn't mention that they scored their first eight points with 28 seconds left in the first half and then scored the other 21 in the second half. This time, the pitch is to Amir Alford, who is their guy, their running back. He crosses the 45 after missing, after dodging a couple of tackles, gets to the 49. So Amir Alford, Willie Wilson was there on the stop for the Raiders. I didn't mention our keys to the game. I'll do that now. Looks like we've got the referees conferring, which means there's a flag. So I'm not sure what it is. Holding against New Brunswick, it looks like. And so what was second and three from the 42... Now with the holding penalty to New Brunswick, will bring them all the way back to their own 36-yard line. So a net loss of six. 31-yard line, excuse me. Excuse me, 31-yard line. So that's a loss of 11, so second and 14. But yeah, New Brunswick, you know, big in the second half against Immaculata last week as Latham. Takes the snap, pitches it to Alfred. Alfred coming to the near side, 35-40, stays in bounds and is knocked out of bounds by Marquise Perry just in front of the 45-yard line. So Amir Alfred, he is their featured back. He is projected to get the bulk of the carries here for New Brunswick. And keys to the game here, the big key with Alfred is He's a little guy. He's about five foot seven, but don't let that deceive you. The Raiders have to wrap him up on defense. He knows how to avoid tackles. The Raiders cannot let him just, you know, break tackles and, and miss guys. The Raiders have to wrap up. Gain of 13 for Alfred. It'll be third and one from the 44 for the Zebra. Split backfield. Latham under center. Gives handoff to the near side. Wilson knocked the ball loose. Fumble. And Wilson recovers it. Willie Wilson. Gets the football from Isaiah Williams. The handoff was to Isaiah Williams. He was coming left. And Willie Wilson was able to knock the ball loose and recover it for the Raiders. So Isaiah Williams getting his first carry for New Brunswick, but ends up losing it to Wilson. Willie Wilson is a sophomore. So the Raiders will have it first and 10 from the New Brunswick 41-yard line. And we get movements here in the pink flag in honor of Breast Cancer Awareness Month goes flying. All sides against the Zebras. 
So a five-yard penalty will make it first and five from the Zebras 36 behind sophomore quarterback Frankie Garbolino. Three receivers left here for Garbolino. And quick throw to the left. Marquise Perry at the 40. Crosses the 35. Sidesteps. And trying to stay. Sidesteps again. 30. Still on his feet to the 25. Frankie Garbolino trying to throw a block for his wide receiver. Quentin Tibbs, one of the guys to finally bring Perry down. Here you hear from John Big Time Zuckerhoski. First down and 10 from the New Brunswick 25. So good elusiveness from Perry. Empty backfield this time. Five wide receivers, three to the right. Garbolino out of the shotgun. Whistle blows. Looks like we've got a timeout. Timeout, New Brunswick, Nate Harris. Perhaps New Brunswick uh, maybe a little befuddled with the five wides. Not expecting that from the Raiders here. So we will break with 10-12 to go in the first quarter. No score, North Brunswick and New Brunswick. We'll break. We'll come back with Raiders football on the King James Radio Network. Special thanks goes out to the North Brunswick Baseball and Softball Association for another year of teaming with the King James Radio Network for our North Brunswick Raiders football coverage. Visit the NBBSA at nbbsa.com where you can find upcoming events, registration information, and some of the on-field accomplishments of the many youth baseball teams that represent North Brunswick, New Jersey. As always, thanks to NBBSA President Dave Rosenberg and Vice President Dave Kugler. Be sure and pay them a visit at nbbsa.com. That's the North Brunswick Baseball and Softball Association. This is Frankie Garbolino. It is the 10th season North Brunswick Raiders football on the King James Radio Network. We come back here to Raiders football from Steve Lebro Field. 10-12 left in the first quarter, so opening minutes, no score. North Brunswick with a first and 10 on the New Brunswick 25-yard line. David Deloach goes in motion now as a wide out to the left. Empty backfield, Garbolino out of the shotgun, looks and steps up in the pocket. He's going to run and crosses the 20 and breaks one tackle, but then he is brought down just inside the 20-yard line. So Frankie Garbolino couldn't find the guy he wanted open, so it takes off. Raiders in a no huddle here. Gain of five for Garbolino. Second and five from the 20. Raiders move from left to right in the blue jerseys with the gold letters and or the gold numbers. Blue helmets with the player jersey number in gold on the side. This is Jaden Myers on an end around here as he came in motion. Spins out a one tackle and is tackled at the 19. Quentin Tibbs once again on the tackle there for New Brunswick. So Jaden Myers, the junior, on the carry. So it'll be third down and four from the 19. Joe Milius will line up wide to the left. Jelani Devonish Winter will line up wide right for the Raiders. Two receivers right. And Frankie Garbolino with David Deloach, the senior, to his left. Work out of the shotgun here on third and four. Takes the snap, drops back, throws it left, and completes it. It's going to be Joe Milius inside the 10, down to the five, and down to the three. Isaiah Williams on the tackle for New Brunswick. Completed that to Milius. And it'll be first and goal, North Brunswick at the New Brunswick three-yard line. Gain of 16 on the pass play from Garbolino to Milius. So first and goal from the three. 8.39 to go here in the opening quarter. No score. And again, both teams atop 
of Division 5B of the Big Central Football Conference. Sayreville and Edison also playing tonight. You're playing each other in a division game, so we'll keep an eye on that. Frankie Garbolino in a pistol formation with Boyd and Deloach to his left. Takes the snap and gives over to Deloach. He spins his way pretty much back to the line of scrimmage. Quentin Tibbs right there on the stop. So Tibbs already with three tackles for New Brunswick. But David Deloach, one of the guys that has to replace the departed Miles Bailey, North Brunswick's all-time leading rusher. Second and goal at the three. Garbolino with Dijon Thomas to his right. Thomas, the big star from last week. Garbolino out of the shotgun, hands off to Thomas, going right, lose the ball, fumble, and New Brunswick has it! Thomas lost the ball, and Quentin Tibbs, I told you, he had three tackles already tonight. Now he's got a fumble recovery. 22, Thomas lost the ball on first contact, and Tibbs got it. And it's New Brunswick ball, first and ten. Looks like the ball will be at the New Brunswick seven-yard line. So each team now with a turnover. I mentioned keys to the game. And one of the keys was wrapping up Amir Alford. The other key is North Brunswick cannot leave New Brunswick hanging around in the second half of this game. We told you New Brunswick scoring 21 points in the second half against the Maculata last week. The Raiders don't want to have to deal with that. Latham under center. It's first down as Williams goes in motion. The give is to Alfred. Alfred stuffed up the middle. Brandon Harrison. Looks like uh, Omar Shahabuddin. Jarrett Tynes in the area. Gain of one. So ball is at the nine-yard line, it looks like. So it'll be second down and nine from the nine. We have seven minutes to go here in the first quarter. So Latham under center takes the snap, hands off to Williams. Williams runs right. Willie Wilson there on the tackle. Williams trying to inch another yard closer, perhaps. So it'll be third down. Isaiah Williams is a senior. He gets to the 10, so basically a gain of one. Looks like third and eight. Well, we'll call it, let's see what the ball is. Yeah, it's at the 10, so we'll call it third and eight from the 10. So New Brunswick will spread out a little bit here. Williams goes in motion. Williams, get fake, fake handoff to Williams, and Latham throws it, completes it near side. Could be a first down. Jelani Devonish winter on the coverage. The throw went to number 11, Eli Rodriguez. And it is indeed a New Brunswick first down. So Eli Rodriguez on the catch. Ball at the 21-yard line. Gain of 11 on third and eight. So the Zebras have a first down. First and 10 from their own 21-yard line. 5.44 to go here in the first. And again, no score. The Raiders turning the ball over on the New Brunswick three-yard line. 
Brian Latham under center. Raiders look like they're showing blitz here. Latham takes the snap, hands off. This is Jarazel Bull. And looked like Omar Shahabuddin was able to track him down from behind and make the tackle at the 23-yard line. Jarazel Bull, one of the secondary guys to Amir Alford. And we've already heard Isaiah Williams' name mentioned tonight a couple of times. But ball is at the 24, it looks like. So a gain of three for Bull, second and seven from the 24. Two receivers to the right. Split backfield here for Latham. And he takes the snap, hands off, fakes it to Williams, gives to Alford, and gets back to the line of scrimmage. That's about it. Shehebedeen. Also, Jaquil Boyd in there, senior captain. So, yeah, it looks like New Brunswick's trying to split the carries here between Alfred, Williams, and maybe a little bit of, of Jarazel Bull as well. I was going to say a little bit of Bull, but that wouldn't sound right. Jarazel Bull. So, third and seven. From the 24, 4.13 left in the first. Again, split backfield for Latham out of the shotgun. Takes the snap, drops back, looking, throws it right side, and it is incomplete. Dejan Thomas on the coverage. Pass was intended for Eli Rodriguez. And it'll be fourth down, and we'll have our first punt of the night. So it'll be fourth down and seven. Back to for New Brunswick. Now, their roster is listed in alphabetical order, so it'll take me a minute to catch up to the numbers here. And I don't think I see a number 50. But I'll get you the punter in a minute. Snap. Left-footed kick. This is a high kick coming up to make the catch. As Marquise Perry didn't call for a fair catch and is tackled immediately near midfield. I believe that was Rodney Fanning was the punter for New Brunswick. So Perry catches it at the 50. Looks like that's where they're going to mark. No, they'll mark it at the North Brunswick 49-yard line. So it will be first down and 10. By the way, if you're watching us on the NFHS Network, if you can hear me, uh, we welcome you. Also on YouTube and Instagram, if you guys can hear me. I'm not, I'm, I have no clue if you can hear me because I didn't test this out before the game. So I have no clue if you guys can hear me or not. But if you are on YouTube and you're on Instagram or if you're on the NFHS Network, we welcome you as well. First and 10, North Brunswick from their own 49-yard line. Jelani Devonish-Winter is wide to the left. Three receivers left, one to the right. And now coming in motion is Marquise Perry. Garbolino out of the gun, takes the snap, dumps it off to David Deloach at the 47, crosses midfield, stutter steps, and down at the New Brunswick 45. Tackled by number 59 for New Brunswick. Now, of course, let's see. Do I have a 59 on my roster? I probably don't. But it is second down. As Garbolino out of the gun, takes the snap, throws it over left, and gets it away to Jelani Devonish-Winter. 45-40, 35-30, and he is tackled down at the 20-yard line. 
That was a second and four. And so Winter with a big catch and run. And so that will give that that will give North Brunswick a first down as they move out of the no huddle. So first down and ten from the nineteen. Boyd to the left of Garbolino. Garbolino out of the shotgun, takes the snap, dropping back, looking, now steps up, and he's going to try to run, and he's going to be held in the grasp. He isn't brought down, but he's held in the grasp for the sack. So, sack by number eight, Juan Carlos Leon. So, loss of five. It'll be second and 15 from the 24. 2.35 left here in the opening quarter. And so second down. Jaquil Boyd to the right of Garbolino. Marquise Perry wide left. Joe Milius wide left. Garbolino out of the shotgun. Takes the snap. Rolling right. Looking. Throws it right and completes it. Then breaks the tackle at the 20. Does, I believe that's Devonish Winter. Let's No, Jaden Myers. Jaden Myers on the catch. Myers having four catches last week. So Myers... Gets it inside the 15 to about the 13. So gain of 11. So you're looking at third and four from the 13-yard line. 140 to go here in the opening quarter. Three receivers left. Perry, Myers, and Deloach wide left. Boyd is to the right of Garbolino. Frankie will work out of the shotgun. Takes the snap. Drops back. Looking. Throws it over the middle. Too high. Incomplete. Intended for Marquise Perry. Perry had a stride on his man, but Garbolino overthrew him on a line drive pass, which means it'll be fourth down and four from the 13. You're looking at about a 30-yard field goal here if the Raiders would have tried, but they will not. They're going to send Garbolino back out there. Jelani Devonish-Winter also goes out to the field. Devonish-Winter is wide to the left. We're going to get a whistle here. With 1.24 to go in the opening quarter, Mike Saipot will call a timeout. So we will break. We'll come back with a minute 24 to go in the first quarter. No score. We'll break. We'll come back with Raiders football on the King James Radio Network. Attention fans. Now in the on-deck circle is you. Thanks to the folks at Now On Deck, you can receive a customized greeting for any special occasion from yours truly, Corbett Thompson, to help celebrate that magic moment. Just go to nowondeck.com and look for me, Corbett Thompson, under the Broadcasters tab. Graduations, birthdays, anniversaries, or even a customized play-by-play call of that fantasy sports moment. Visit me at Now On Deck for the details at nowondeck.com. WON Sports High School football coverage continues with a West Jersey matchup you cannot miss as Rancocas Valley, the Rancocas Valley Red Devils, take on the Pensacan Indians. Powered by SJ Sports Talk, tune in for all the hard-hitting gridiron action tomorrow at 2 p.m. Eastern, live on 920 WON The Apple, which can be heard exclusively at WONNewYork.net. That's for the folks listening to us on 920 WON. 
Meanwhile, it's fourth and four North Brunswick from the New Brunswick 13-yard line. So this is the second trip for the Raiders inside the in the New Brunswick in the red zone here. Jaden Myers wide to the left. Marquise Perry wide left. Jaquil Boyd to the left of Frankie Garbolino on fourth down and four from the 13. Going in motion is David Deloach to the far side. Now in the slot. Garbolino and it looks like New Brunswick jumped. Flags down. Able to in, in, you know, institute that hard count to get New Brunswick to jump. And that's going to be a first down. That's going to be a first down. An offside penalty for New Brunswick on fourth down. And it will be first and goal from the eight-yard line. So a new set of downs here for North Brunswick. First and goal from the eight. Now Jelani Devonish-Winter comes back in. Marquise Perry is lined up wide to the left along with Winter. Garbolino with Deloach to his right. Takes the snap. Hands off to Deloach. Trying to go left. And he is grabbed from behind and, not, and brought down Amir Alford coming from the secondary to get Deloach. So it'll be second down and goal. Ball is on the left hash mark as the Raiders go from left to right. We mentioned the Raiders in their blue jerseys with the gold numbers. New Brunswick in their white jerseys with the navy blue numbers and the navy blue helmets. So it'll be second and goal here from the eight. Garbolino out of the shotgun. Coming in motion is Deloach. Takes the snap. Rolls right. Looking, looking. Throws it right side. Enzo caught. Marquise Perry. Touchdown North Brunswick Raiders. Marquise Perry on the reception. A marquee touchdown from Marquise Perry. And the Raiders lead it 6 to nothing. And so let's see who's kicking the extra point here. Looks like Denzel Bonzu. Will kick the extra point. He takes over the extra point kicking duties after the Raiders missed three extra points last week. Snap, spot, Bonsu's left-footed kick is high enough, and it is good. And so with 36 seconds left to go in the first quarter, North Brunswick 6, New Brunswick nothing. We will take a break. We will come back in a moment with North Brunswick Raiders football presented by the North Brunswick Baseball and Softball Association on the King James Radio Network. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of novel or new coronavirus. Take the following everyday steps to help avoid the spread of all respiratory viruses. Wash your hands often with soap and water for at least 20 seconds. Cover your cough or sneeze with a tissue. Throw the tissue away and then wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects or surfaces, such as remote controls and doorknobs. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. And stay home if you are sick. Call your health care provider if you develop fever, cough, or difficulty breathing. For more tips, visit cdc.gov. We come back for the ensuing kickoff as the Raiders now lead it 7-0 here over New Brunswick with 36 seconds left here in the first quarter. And this will be a short kick, and it goes over to Eamon Sanders, who caught the opening kickoff 
for New Brunswick, and he is forced out of bounds at about the 36-yard line. So the Raiders short-kicking it. They're not going to kick it to Amir Alford, who is back deep for the Zebras. So I think maybe a one-yard return for Sanders. They'll mark this at the New Brunswick 37. First down and 10. The Raiders have won their last four meetings over New Brunswick. North Brunswick all-time is 16-7 lifetime against the Zebras. They have the second tie for the second longest active winning streak against any team as Latham drops back to pass after working out a center deep ball right sideline and incomplete. Intended for Eli Rodriguez and Jaden Myers breaking it up on the coverage. It'll be second down. But as I was saying, New Brunswick, North Brunswick sees 18 and 7, excuse me, lifetime against New Brunswick, having won four straight. Second and 10 from the 37 with 27 seconds left here in the first. Again, North Brunswick 7, New Brunswick nothing. North Brunswick also has a four-game winning streak against Edison, who they will see in two weeks. Again, that's the second longest active streak for the Raiders. Meanwhile, New Brunswick, Latham, and Alfred looking over towards the sideline, and Nate Harris will call a timeout. So it looks like a little confusion on what the play call is. So New Brunswick uses their second timeout of the first half with 27 seconds left to go here in the opening quarter, and the Raiders lead it 7 to nothing. We'll be back on the King James Radio Network. If you want to get rid of ads before and after your videos, Vimeo can help. If you forget what day, month, or year it is, Vimeo cannot help. If you want advanced privacy settings for your videos, Vimeo can help. If you can't spell tchotchke, Vimeo cannot help. If you want to customize your video player and add your own logo, Vimeo can help. If your apartment inexplicably starts to shrink, Vimeo cannot help. Vimeo can help with your videos. Attention parents. For those of you who would like to have an MP3 downloaded copy of this game, you can send an email request to myself, Corbett Thompson, at kingjamesradio1 at gmail.com. That's kingjamesradio1, the number one, at gmail.com. Latham out of the shotgun takes the snap, and he's being chased in the pocket, and he's going to be brought down. Off the timeout, Latham gets sacked. Willie Wilson... And Brandon Harrison there on the spot for North Brunswick. So I would give each of those guys a half a sack. Jared Tynes also there. Craig Wade, just about everybody. But that ends the first quarter. Ball is back at the New Brunswick 28, so it's a loss of nine. It will be third and 19 for New Brunswick when we come back. We have played one here at Steve Lebro Field. North Brunswick 7, New Brunswick nothing. We break, and we'll come back with the second quarter. This is Raiders Football on the King James Radio Network. The King James Radio Network is now in its 10th season of our North Brunswick Raiders football coverage, and this year will be like no other in more ways than one. The Raiders look for their first ever back-to-back -back division championships, and you can catch every play right here at jamesisking.com. 
Raiders Football on KJRN is presented by the North Brunswick Baseball and Softball Association, Hector Rodriguez at Allstate, and the Cal team at Remax Country. Thank you for 10 years of Raiders football on the King James Radio Network. This is Brett Krause with the North Brunswick Raiders. This is BJ Pryor. This is David Straminski. This is Nikhil Jariwalo. This is Christian Petrillo. This is Miles Bailey. This is Jaquil Boyd. This is Frankie Garbolino. It is the 10th season North Brunswick Raiders football on the King James Radio Network. We come back here to the second quarter. 12 minutes on the clock for the second quarter. North Brunswick 7, New Brunswick nothing. By the way, my, thanks to Faith Garbolino and the MBTHS Touchdown Club. Uh, of course, helping me out as always in the program. I saw it a little bit earlier tonight. Third and 19 from the 28 for New Brunswick. Latham will work out of the shotgun. Bull in motion. Bull gets the carry on a jet sweep to the far side. And he's going to be forced out of bounds at the 35. And a flag goes flying high up in the air after the play. Maybe a late hit out of bounds on Bull. Let's see what we've got here. And this could be big for New Brunswick if it goes their way. Because up until this point, New Brunswick has not had a whole lot to show for their offense here. And it is indeed a personal foul indicating a late hit out of bounds on North Brunswick. And so that is an automatic first down. The ball is moved to midfield. So give Bull seven yards on the run. And then another 15 on the penalty. So it will be first and 10 New Brunswick from the 50-yard line. Latham gives to Alfred. Alfred straight up the middle gets to about the 47 before he is driven back by pretty much, you know, half the defense for the Raiders. So, you know, perhaps this gives New Brunswick a little momentum here. Second down and seven. Of course, the Raiders defeated New Brunswick last year, 33 to eight, 40 to 12, two years ago. So it's been a one-sided affair lately. But second down and seven from the Raider 47. Alfred gets the pitch from Latham. He's going to run right. Breaks one tackle. 47, and he is knocked down. Knocked down by Tamir Jenkins. And I believe we have a flag. Yes, there's a flag down. It's those pink flags. I like the bright yellow flags, not necessarily the pink ones. <laughs> holding against the zebras. That is holding against the zebras so it will come back. So New Brunswick costing themselves some yardage here. Still opening minute of the second quarter. Ball will be back at the New Brunswick 40-yard line. So a net loss of seven. It will be second and 14 from the 40-yard line. If I didn't mention it before, John Big Time Zelahoski across on the other side of the glass from me, along with Anthony Partizano over there. Second and 14 from the 40. Latham under center. Williams in motion. The give is to Bull and crosses the 40, crosses the 45. First hit by Jaquil Boyd before he goes down. Jarazel Bull 
on the carry. So ball to the 46-yard line, gain of six. It'll be third and eight. Oops. Did I say third and eight? Third and 14, excuse me. It's been a long time since I took math class. Third and 14 from the 46. 10-12 to go in the second. Latham under center. Alfred in the backfield. Bull goes in motion. Latham bumps into Alfred, and Latham keeps it, but he's going to pay for it. Craig Wade, Brandon Harrison, Omarsha Hebeldeen, all meeting at the quarterback. Wade gets credit for the tackle. So give a sack to Wade on that busted play. It'll be fourth down. Loss of three, so fourth and 17. So Rodney Fanning will kick here. Marquise Perry back deep for the Raiders, standing at his own 24. Fanning at the New Brunswick 30 gets the snap. Punch this away. A good kick. Perry calls for the fair catch at the 20. And the Raiders will have it there. And so it will be first and 10 for North Brunswick. This is the first time the Raiders has touched the ball since their scoring drive where Marquise Perry caught an eight-yard touchdown pass from Frankie Garbolino. So the Raiders will have it first and 10 at their own 21-yard line. But yeah, New Brunswick's last victory over North Brunswick came back in 2009 when the Zebras won 31-7. The Raiders won the, have won the four meetings since then in 2010, 2011, 2018, and 2019. So Frankie Garbolino back out. He's got your quill boy to his left. David Deloach slot left. Jaden Myers wide left. Deloach goes in motion. Garbolino fakes to Deloach. Gives to Myers on the screen. 20, 25. Still on his feet. Crosses the 30. Out of bounds. So Jaden Myers with another catch. There we go. Brian Latham, one of the guys there on the tackle for New Brunswick. Gain of 11 on the pass play to Myers. First and 10 Raiders from their own 32. Two receivers right, one to the left. Split backfield, Thomas and Boyd. Thomas to the left, Boyd to the right. Garbolino out of the gun. Hands off to Thomas. Thomas running right and trying to get to the outside, but he's going to be stopped. Amir Alfred there. Maybe a little trash talking after the tackle. So not much room to run there for Thomas. Uh, maybe they'll give him a yard here. No, they'll give him two to the 34. It'll be second down and eight. From the 34-yard line, 8.28 to go here in the second. Again, New Brunswick has one timeout left. The Raiders have two. Three receivers bunched left here for North Brunswick, Perry, Boyd, and Myers. Myers will go in motion to the far side. Garbolino out of the gun. Deloach to his right. Takes the snap. Gives to Deloach. Tries to go up the middle, and he has stopped. Williams there. Isaiah Williams 
along with number 55, Olienka Davies. He is a 6'2", 210-pound senior on the stop for the Zebras. So no gain for Deloach. And it will be third and eight from the 34. Two receivers left. Deloach to the right of Garbolino. Out of the gun. Takes the snap. Garbolino looking. Throws it over the middle. Bobbled and still bobbled by Perry. Did he catch it? No. Incomplete. Bull and Alfred on the coverage. So it will be fourth down. New Brunswick and you know Quentin Tibbs won an interception. But fourth down and eight. So the Raiders will punt. 7.31 to go in the second. And the Raiders lead it, lead it 7 to nothing. Marquise Perry will punt. He stands at his own 18. Quinton Tibbs back deep for the Zebras. He's at his own 30. Perry gets the snap. Punch this away. This will take a Raider bounce. Tibbs will let it go. Now he's going over towards it. Tibbs looking, you know, acting as if he's going to pick it up, but he does not. And the Raiders will down it near the 20-yard line, down by Zamir David. So the Zebras will have it at their own 19-yard line with 7.26 remaining here in the second quarter. It will be first and 10 New Brunswick from their own 19-yard line. So we'll see what New Brunswick can do with it here. And again, keep in mind, the Zebras have one timeout. That is why he is John Big Time Zelohoski. Only he can mix in two promos in one read. First and 10 from the 19. We get a whistle. Flag goes down. Illegal procedure, a.k.a. false start against New Brunswick. That's five yards back to the 14 where it'll be first and 15. So New Brunswick a little behind the eight ball here down seven to nothing. Two receivers right including Bull. Alfred to the left of Latham out of the shotgun and he'll hand off to Latham on the draw. Crosses the 15 and is dragged down by Jarrett Tynes. Tynes using the right sleeve to bring down Alfred. So a short gain for Amir Alfred. Gets it to the 19 it looks like. I'll check that the 18. So gain of four, second down and 11 from the 18. 6.55 to go in the second. Eli Rodriguez wide to the right. Bull out there as well. Four receivers for the Zebras. Two to each side. Going in motion is Bull. He gets the carry. Going left, trying to follow Alfred on the block. And gets a few yards, but is forced out of bounds. Forced out of bounds by Tamir Jenkins. Ball is spotted at the 22, gain of four. Third and seven for New Brunswick from the 22-yard line. Clock runs at 6.15 left in the half. 
So the referees letting it run. Eli Rodriguez, he's wide to the right. Alfred in the backfield. Under center is Latham. Now Bull in motion. And the Fakes it to Bull. He's going to roll right, and he's going to be sacked. Jarrett Hines. So Jarrett Hines gets into the backfield for the Raiders. It goes all the way back to the 14-yard line. Fourth and 15 from the 14, which means Rodney Fanning will punt near his goal line. He's standing at his one. Marquise Perry, he's at the Zebras 48. So Fanning, hands out, takes the snap. Left-footed kick. It's a high one. Perry runs up to it at the 40. No, bobble off of him. Ball loose. Goes back over the 50-yard line. New Brunswick might have it. No, it's still on the ground. Scramble. Pile up. A hot potato that nobody could catch, and there's a flag on top of that. The flag is literally in the pile, but the referees have not signaled yet who has the football. Looks like the Raiders do recover it. Tamir Jenkins comes up with the football. So a close call for the Raiders, but there is a flag down. So the referees huddled together to talk this one over. 5:01 left in the half. Illegal helmet contact is the call. And it's on New Brunswick. And I'm assuming, I'm assuming this came after the play, or you know, after the play, or after the possession. So it'll be North Brunswick ball, first and ten from the New Brunswick 42-yard line. So. The Raiders will have it first and 10 from the New Brunswick 42. 5-0-1 to go in the second. North Brunswick 7, New Brunswick nothing. I have to get a score from Greg Tafaro or somebody, you know, from the Sayreville Edison game. Meanwhile, Frankie Garbolino out of the shotgun here. David Deloach to his left. Takes the snap, dropping back, looking, dumps it off over the middle, and making the catch at the 40 was Jaden Myers. He has tackled. Tyree Pacheco on the tackle. Ball is at the 39-yard line. Gain of three. Second down and seven. Raiders in a no huddle. Joe Milius lines up wide to the right. Meanwhile, out of the shotgun is Garbolino. Deloach to his left. Takes the snap. Quick throw to the left. That's Jelani Devonish. Winter at the 40. Breaks a tackle. 35. Left side. 30. Breaks another tackle. Out of bounds. Inside the 25. Jelani Devonish. Winter. His first catch of the night. I just let John Zelohoski do the talking there. First and 10 on a gain of 17 to Devonish Winter. First and 10 Raiders from the New Brunswick 22-yard line. 
Meyer slot right. Two receivers right. Deloach to the left of Garbolino. Out of the gun. Frankie takes the snap. Throws it left side. In zone. Too high. Incomplete. Throwing into double coverage. Eamon Sanders on the coverage. The intended receiver was Marquise Perry, but Eamon Sanders and Jaden Gomez on the coverage for New Brunswick. Frankie tried to force one in there to Marquise. It'll be second down and 10 from the 22. 4.17 left in the second. North Brunswick 7, New Brunswick nothing. 4 receivers, 2 to each side. Frankie Garbolino out of the shotgun. David Deloach to his left. Takes the snap and fakes the handoff to Deloach. Throws it left and an incomplete drop by Perry. Threw it a little behind Marquise, but that's one that Marquise would still like to have. It'll be third down and 10. The Raiders not really in field goal range here for Denzel Bonsu. This would be a 39-yard field goal. The Raiders aren't going to try that. Third and 10 from the 22. Trips right. Garbolino with Deloach to his right. Perry in motion. Garbolino takes the snap, floats it in the air to Deloach, crosses the 30, and breaks the tackle. 20, 10, and down near the 5. David Deloach on the catch and run. Quentin Tibbs finally brought him down. So first big play from Deloach. Looks like they will mark it right at the 5-yard line. It'll be first and goal with 3.51 remaining here in the second quarter. The Raiders with two timeouts and plenty of time. Jaden Myers wide right. Deloach to the left of Garbolino on first and goal from the five. Garbolino out of the shotgun. Takes the snap. Dropping back. Looking left. Looking, looking. And jumps and throws. Left corner. Caught. Marquise Perry. Touchdown North Brunswick Raiders. Another marquee play from Marquise Perry, his second touchdown of the night. And the Raiders lead it 13 to nothing, pending the extra point. I'm not sure what that jump step was that Garbolino was doing, but it worked. He got it to Marquise Perry for the touchdown. Denzel Bonsu for the extra point. Garbolino to hold. Snap, spot, Bonzu's left-footed kick. It's high enough, and it is good. And with three minutes and 30 seconds left to go here in the second quarter, North Brunswick 14, New Brunswick nothing. We'll break, and we'll come back in a moment with North Brunswick Raiders football on the King James Radio Network. Special thanks goes out to the North Brunswick Baseball and Softball Association for another year of teaming with the King James Radio Network for our North Brunswick Raiders football coverage. Visit the NBBSA at nbbsa.com where you can find upcoming events, registration information, and some of the on-field accomplishments of the many youth baseball teams that represent North Brunswick, New Jersey. As always, thanks to NBBSA President Dave Rosenberg and Vice President Dave Kugler. Be sure and pay them a visit at NBBSA.com. That's the North Brunswick Baseball and Softball Association. 
Next weekend, WON Sports will be bringing you another weekend of exciting high school football from the Garden State. It all begins with the North Brunswick Raiders when the North Brunswick Raiders take on the Passaic County Tech Bulldogs live next Friday at 7 o'clock with the pregame at 6.30. Next Saturday at 1 p.m., the Irvington Blue Knights will take on Pope John. Two great football games on one great station, 920 WON, the Apple. Line drive kick caught at the 24-yard line by Jarazel Bull, and he's going to be tackled. Dejan Thomas, Jeremiah Brimo over there. So Bull. Gets it to the 20. We'll see where the line judge lines up. I think the line judge is on the other side. Yep, the 29. So first and 10, New Brunswick from their own 29-yard line. So 3.23 left in the half here. There'll be two receivers left for the Zebras. Late them out of the shotgun. Amir Alfred to his right, takes the snap, gives to Alfred. Alfred running left, crosses the 30, 35, breaks a tackle, 40, and he's down at the 43. Marquise Perry on the tackle of Alfred. And again, that's what I'm talking about, that elusiveness from Alfred. You cannot let him get going. Gain of 15 for Alfred for Zebra's first down. It will be first down and 10 from the 44. So first down and 10 from the 44-yard line. Latham out of the shotgun, takes the snap, gives to Alfred, and this time Alfred's wrapped up in the backfield by Craig Wade. So Wade has his way in the backfield right there. Loss of three, second down and seven from the 41. So 2.13 left to go in the second. Jarazel Bull will line up wide to the right. Eli Rodriguez wide left. High formation. Latham hands off to Alfred. He goes right and crosses the 40. Gets to about the 44. Tamir Jenkins there. Brandon Harrison there. And timeout North Brunswick. Mike Saipot thinking about getting the ball back here. Gain of three. It'll be third down and four. The Raiders using their second time out of the half. 150 left to go in the second. 14 to nothing. North Brunswick will break and we'll come back in 30 seconds on the King James Radio Network. You don't usually get a stock tip from a 16-year-old, but I'm here to tell you about a different kind of stock. It's called Better Futures, a stock for social change that's not about making money. Instead, you invest to help students like me go to college, which ends up making the future better for all of us. My name is Alicia, and I'm your dividend. Invest in Better Futures with UNCF. Visit uncf.org slash invest. A mind is a terrible thing to waste, but a wonderful thing to invest in. Brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council. We come back here to Steve Lebro Field. One minute, 50 seconds left to go in the second quarter. North Brunswick 14, New Brunswick nothing. 
They're in our second game of the year, second of six. The Raiders will also be home next week, tentatively scheduled to take on Passaic Tech. Tentatively, I say. That's a whole other story. But they'll spot the ball here at the 45, so it looks like we'll have a third down and three from the 45. I'll give you an Edison Sayreville score in a moment here. As Alfred to the right of Latham out of the gun, takes the snap, Latham drops back, throws it over the middle, incomplete, nobody there. The closest guy there was a lineman. Olienka Davies was the only one in the area code. And it'll be fourth down. So fourth and three from the 45. And New Brunswick will punt. Rodney Fanning will punt here from his own 31. Back deep for the Raiders is Marquise Perry. He stands at his own 20. Fanning gets the snap. High left-footed kick. Perry waiting for it at the 25. He's got it straight up the middle. 30, 35, 40. Still in the pack. 45 sidesteps a man. Midfield. And he's down at the New Brunswick 48. Good return by Marquise Perry. Let's see if I have a number 18 here from New Brunswick. I'm scanning the numbers real quick. Like I said, their roster is listed in alphabetical order. I don't think I have an 18 here. But tackle by number 18, Nazir Monroe is 16. Anthony Brown Jr. is 17, so it might be one of them. But first and 10 North Brunswick from the New Brunswick 48. Garbolino working out of the shotgun. Two receivers right. As he takes the snap, rolling right. Garbolino throws it right and completes it. Maybe to Jaden Myers. No, incomplete. Myers dropped it as he tumbled to the ground. Oh, no. I thought he was waving incomplete. I'm sorry. That's a catch. I thought he was waving incomplete, but the catch for Myers gives the Raiders a first down at the New Brunswick 37. So gain of 11, first down and 10 with 1.11 to go in the half. Two receivers right. Garbolino with Boyd to his left. Out of the shotgun, takes the snap, drops back, looking, throws it deep ball right side and knocked away incomplete. Intended for David Deloach. Knocked away by Jaden Gomez. And it'll be second down. With the, the way the referee was waving his arms, I thought he was waving incomplete on that play to Myers. But apparently he ruled it a catch. Second down and 10 from the 37 with exactly one minute to go in the second quarter. Raiders looking to extend their lead here. They lead it 14 to nothing. And this is a big play. This is a big drive right here for North Brunswick. We talked about New Brunswick in the second half and what they can do. Two receivers right. Garbolino out of the gun. Quick throw left to Jaden Myers. Myers crosses the 35. 30. Breaks a tackle. 25. And down near the 21. Tibbs and Gomez. They're on the stop, but another completion to Myers. And the Raiders will work in a hurry up. Gain of 16, first and 10 from the Zebras, 21. Two receivers right, two to the left. Garbolino out of the shotgun, Jaquil Boyd to his left. Garbolino takes the snap, 
Dropping back, looking. He's going to throw some air under this one. Left side for the end zone. Incomplete. Broken up by Eamon Sanders, intended for Jelani Devonis Winter in the left corner of the end zone. Sanders slow to get up. And now Sanders goes back down to his knees, and we got an injury timeout. Quentin Tibbs calling for the coaches. So injury here to Eamon Sanders. So injury timeout. And Nate Harris and the coaching staff will check in on Eamon Sanders. The athletic trainers for New Brunswick are Jake Caulfield and Yusuf Odubayo. Of course, the athletic trainer for North Brunswick is Miss Jackie Morrison. Sanders quickly gets up. He'll walk off. Now he'll trot off the field. By the way, if I didn't mention, got a socially distanced crowd here tonight on the New Brunswick side I'm looking at. North Brunswick side... You know, a lot of people sitting towards the middle, but also people over on the on the on the right side here. Not too many people on the left side. Pass interference call. They're going to call pass interference on Sanders, and so that'll give the Raiders a first down. So, pass interference called against the Zebras. 15 yards or, or maybe half the distance to the goal because the Raiders are close here. And so ball at the 12-yard line on the pass interference call. Didn't see that one coming. And the rest will stop play. Now let's see what they're going to do here. But first and 10 North Brunswick from the New Brunswick 12-yard line. And the referees will confer here for a moment. But I didn't see a flag. I think even the clock official to my left was surprised. <laughs> I didn't see a flag uh, for pass interference, but that was the call. And so it looks like we're ready now. First and 10 from the 12. Garbolino will work out of the shotgun with Jaquil Boyd to his left. Deloach up front to the right. Garbolino takes the snap, dropping back, throws it left side, end zone, and incomplete, and another flag is down. This time, but check that, is it a touchdown? Winter caught it. There's a flag down, though. So before I say touchdown, North Brunswick Raiders, the referee wants the ball. Jelani Devonish Winter caught it in the left corner of the end zone, but there's a flag down. It could be offensive pass interference, and it is. Offensive pass interference called against the Raiders. Jelani Devonish Winter in the left corner in the end zone call for the offensive P.I. And it'll come back. So offensive pass interference negates the touchdown. It'll come all the way back to the 26-yard line. So first and 25 from the 26. The Raiders have to get to the New Brunswick one-yard line for a first down. So 27 seconds left in the first half. The Raiders have one timeout. Oh, yes, the score from Edison, or the score from, let's see. Sayreville's up 14 to 10 in the second quarter. 
That's the update I have. Garbolino out of the gun. Deloach to his left. Takes the snap. Here comes the blitz. Garbolino hit as he throws. Deep ball in zone. Incomplete. Garbolino throwing it into double coverage. Amir Alfred was coming after him. Pass was intended for Marquise Perry. Marquise wanted the flag, but the Raiders aren't going to get a third one here. It'll be second down. So it'll be second down and 25 from the 26-yard line. You know, last week in the first half, Garbolino was 5 for 11. He finished 10 of 19 for the game, which means he was 5 of 8 in the second half. So we'll see if Frankie has some second-half magic in him here. Garbolino out of the gun, takes the snap. This time high, deep ball, right side, end zone. Jaden Myers catches it. No, dropped it as he fell out of bounds. Incomplete. Eamon Sanders on the coverage for the Zebras. And it'll be third down. Myers had the ball in his hands until he hit the ground. Of course, you got to catch it all the way through. Third down and 25 from the 26 with 15 seconds left in the half. But, yeah, that's the score I see here from Greg Tafaro, who's over in Edison. Saraville up 14 to 10. So it'll be third down and long. Garbolino with Boyd to his left, two receivers right. Frankie out of the shotgun, takes the snap, drops back, looking. Here comes the rush, throws it over the middle, too high, incomplete, intended for Marquise Perry. Eli Rodriguez on the coverage along with Jaden Gomez, and it'll be fourth down. So that's three in a row, incomplete for Garbolino. It'll be fourth down, and Mike Saipot and the Raiders will use their final timeout of the half to figure out what they're going to do here. So it'll be fourth down and 25 from the 26 when we come back. Raiders lead it 14 to nothing on the King James Radio Network. With the fall sports season now upon us, the King James Radio Network is actively accepting donations from those who feel that we have done something worthwhile in these past nine years. Donations can be sent to KJRN via PayPal at KingJamesRadio1 at gmail.com. If you do not use PayPal, other arrangements can be made by contacting us at the aforementioned email address. For a donation of any amount, we will send you a 2021 KJRN magnetic calendar to help you prepare for your future. Thanks again for following the King James Radio Network. 11 seconds left to go here in the first half. North Brunswick 14, New Brunswick nothing. Corbett Thompson here at jamesisking.com. So the Raiders with a 4th and 25 from the New Brunswick 26-yard line. Going to go for broke here. Four receivers, two to each side. Jaquil Boyd to the right of Frankie Garbolino. Garbolino will work out of the shotgun. Frankie takes the snap, drops back, pump fakes, rolling right, still rolling. Garbolino towards the right hash, flag down. Garbolino throws it right side, and incomplete. Nobody there for the Raiders. Almost intercepted. By Jaden Gomez, there is a flag down with two seconds left in the half. Looks like a holding call against the Raiders will be declined. And New Brunswick will take over on downs first and 10 from their own 26-yard line, but they only have two seconds left here in the first half. So we'll see if the Zebras take a knee here. Coming up at halftime, you will hear from what we're going to do for those that didn't hear it live, you're going to hear our pregame interview with uh, Omar Shahabadeen. So you'll hear that. 
and you'll also hear uh, our senior night interviews uh, as well with two of the cheerleading captains for the Lady Raiders, uh, Stephanie Haig and Brianna Mills. So you will hear that. So we'll have both of those for you. Meanwhile, New Brunswick comes out of their set here. And it'll be first and 10 from the 26. Looks like they're going to run something here. Latham out of the shotgun takes the snap. Four receivers are three. Throws it over the middle and under through it. Incomplete intended for Jerizel Bull. Jelani Devonish Winter on the coverage. Pass incomplete. And that will end the first half. And so the first half is done. North Brunswick 14, New Brunswick nothing. And so with that, what we'll do is you will hear from two of the Lady Raiders cheerleading captains, Stephanie Hague and Brianna Mills. Brianna Mills, an All-American cheerleader as a freshman, so we'll talk to her a little bit about that. Then we'll come back with some halftime stats in the second half. Here at halftime with Stephanie Haig of the North Brunswick Raiders cheerleading team as, you know, we are at halftime. And so I wanted to talk to Stephanie a little bit just about, you know, about cheerleading, basically, cheerleading 101, if you will, and also about senior night. You know, tell me, you know, senior night, you get to walk out on the field with your family. What does senior night mean to you in particular? I think it means getting to honor our last season with all of the girls and really just celebrate, like, being seniors and getting to take it all in and just getting to celebrate our last few games. Is it important to know a lot about football, like what's going on in the game and things like that if you want to be a good cheerleader? I think it definitely is. Um, we do a lot of cheers that are based on defense or offense or what's happening in the game. So you really have to be on top of it to know that everything, what's happening and make sure you're calling the right stuff, get it all right. Know what the score is and all of that? Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> How much has this pandemic you know, affected, you know, I'm sure you guys have a schedule that you do throughout the year, how much has the pandemic changed all of that? So in terms of cheer, we usually start um, in July and early August, and this year we didn't get to start until two weeks into September, so it took a pretty big toll on what we were able to do this year. We also aren't able to do as many games as usual, so it's just been really different. Does the fact that you don't do as many games, does it shorten everything? Do you do like less routines or anything like that? I think not the fact that we do less games, but we just don't have as much time to get in everything that we usually would, which is really unfortunate, but we're lucky that we were able to have a season at all. Normally, you know, when you guys do, you know, something on the field or on the basketball court or what have you, you guys are usually pretty close together mm -hmm. and there's probably some, you know, some physical contact in there when you have to do certain ones. Does that change at all or do you try to keep it the same? So it changes a little bit, but for the most part, um, we're allowed to do everything that we can because of what administration and like the CDC has said we're allowed to take off our masks to do certain things um, but since we are outside it makes it a little bit better I think if it was indoors it would be completely different so maybe during basketball season it might be different yeah I think it'll change up and you know in, in doing a little research I see that you're into acting and you've done some theater here, here at the high school I have, yeah yeah so uh, I they, I saw on YouTube they had a clip of uh, one of the, you know one of the plays that you did uh, it was the, the the scene where you were at the news desk 
uh -huh. uh, the Saturday Night Live parody. Yeah. Yes. Um, how much of that background do you bring into cheerleading with you? Um, I definitely think it makes it different. I was a dancer for 10 or 12 years, so I learned a lot about performing in front of people and always making sure you're smiling and really just selling it to everybody. So I definitely bring that here and also with dancing, like it helps me do cheer and dance on the field. So it definitely has helped me. Now, you've been fortunate in that in your time here at the high school, the, the team has been pretty successful. You weren't here before when it was, no, I you was know, not. It, was a, it was a practically a train wreck. So does that make it a little bit easier? Definitely. I mean, especially my sophomore year and junior year, the team was really, really good. So it was so exciting going to the games, especially even in school. The school just got so hyped for the games and it was really fun just seeing everybody in the stands and getting to cheer for them. What's been the most rewarding experience for you, you know, just in this whole thing? I think getting to do it with my friends. I get to be captain this year with my best friend, so it's really exciting because um, we've cheered together since we were little. So it's really cool that we've like come this far and made it to our senior year. But it's really just nice being with all the girls because they're so nice. Any college plans yet or no? Yeah, I just applied to college last week, so hopefully I'm going to Rutgers. Well, hey, yeah. good luck, good thank luck, you. And, and thank you for a few minutes, and, uh, you know, continue good luck the rest of the year, too. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Here with Brianna Mills, also one of the cheer captains for the Lady Raider cheerleaders, and, uh, you know, we saw, I, I had a little research on Brianna, too, so we'll get to that in a minute, but, um, you know, I'll ask you pretty much the same question I asked Stephanie. What does senior night mean to you when you get to walk out on the field with your family? Um, well, I've been on the team since I was a freshman, so... Celebrating senior night with all of my friends has always been something exciting, but the fact that senior night is finally for me, it's just such a great feeling to celebrate these four years and all that I've learned and all the people I've met and worked with throughout the cheer team. Is it important, you know, and again, same question, is it important, you know, that you know a lot about the sport that you're doing? For sure. I think cheering has made me like football so much more and I understand so much more so that I can make sure that I'm on par with the football team and always rooting for them and making sure that I'm there for them as much as I can be. Now in my research I see that you were an All-American. You were All-American as a freshman. So explain that process of how you get nominated and how you were picked for that. Uh, basically you choose to try out for the cheer team, the All-American cheer team. And I was fortunate enough to make it freshman year and I got to cheer in London. Uh, for the New Year's Parade and be on TV and it was such a great experience that I'm happy that the North Brunswick cheer team gave me. What was the best part of being in London? Uh, I think it was traveling to a different country that I've never been before um, and just being able to experience being in a parade with so many people and I got to meet so many people from different cheer teams across the USA so it was super cool. Now I also, did you, you also got to go to Disney World as well or? I have not. Okay, okay. The, the, the article I read, it said something about uh, you, get, you know, possibly going to Disney World, but that, they might have been mentioning someone else. How difficult is it to achieve All-American? I know you get picked out of so many people. How, how difficult is that to achieve? It's extremely difficult. They don't pick a lot of people. Um, but if you keep practicing and you learn your dances and you try your best and you keep a good attitude, normally that's how you get picked. I was also reading, you know, you've been cheering since five years old, you know, yes. so when did you know that this was, you know, sort of a gift of yours? I think I, it's the only sport I've ever done, and when you're young and you're looking for something to do, I could never find my sport, 
And when I found cheerleading, it was just my favorite thing to do, and I could, I never wanted to stop. So, any thoughts of you know being uh, being professional one day, like a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader, or anything like that, or, or no? I hope to cheer in college, but after that, I think I'm done. You're done. Yes. <laughs> Is it? Uh, you, you know, sometimes uh, you know you try to obviously you have to do your schoolwork and how. You know, how hard is it, or you know, I guess by senior year, maybe you've able, been able to manage everything by now, but I guess in the beginning when you were a freshman and you were going out for All-American, how hard was it to manage school and your, your books and your grades and, and doing everything? It was extremely hard, but I think that it taught me a lot about time management, and of course I made mistakes, but I think that I learned from them, and now I'm so much better because of it at time management and making sure that everything I need to get done gets done. You know, Stephanie mentioned the last you know, couple of years and how good the football team has been. Do you have a memorable game that, you know, that stands out for you from a cheerleading standpoint? I think when we made it to the championship, um, even though we didn't win, I think just making it that far and we had a pep rally right before it and the whole school supporting the football team and supporting us, it was just so exciting and I'm so happy that I got to be there for that. Would you change anything the last three, four years? I definitely wouldn't. I think there were some good times and some bad times, but I've learned so much because of it, and I'm just so grateful for all of it. Again, Brianna Mills, uh, we're talking uh, you know, North Brunswick cheerleading, and again, one of the senior captains and uh, you know, All-American as well. So, Brianna, thank you for a few minutes. Thank and, you. And good luck to you, all right? Oh, any, any college plans? Or? I hope to cheer in college. I'm not sure exactly where yet, but... I do hope to cheer. Okay, okay, good. So good luck and, Thank you. and thanks for a few minutes, okay? Thank you. Thank you. The King James Radio Network is now in its 10th season of our North Brunswick Raiders football coverage, and this year will be like no other in more ways than one. The Raiders look for their first ever back to back division championships, and you can catch every play right here at jamesisking.com. Raiders football on KJRN is presented by the North Brunswick Baseball and Softball Association. Hector Rodriguez at Allstate, and the Cal team at Remax Country. Thank you for 10 years of Raiders football on the King James Radio Network. It's once again time for this date in Raiders football history where we take a look back at the archives of North Brunswick Raiders football. Well, October the 2nd has not necessarily been kind to the Raiders over the years, but in 1992, they did end up in a 10-10 tie against Bishop R. But to go back to their first win, you would have to go to 2010. The Raiders knocked off Carteret 33-21. Kareem Sawyer caught three touchdown passes from quarterback Tate Perkel, with Jake Rosenberg catching an additional one. Perkel threw for 216 yards that night, with 135 of those yards going to Sawyer. Ross Kurtz ran for 135 with a touchdown as the Raiders would move ahead to 3-1 on the season. That is a look at this date in Raiders football history. We'll come back with more of North Brunswick Raiders football on the King James Radio Network. We come back here to Raiders football on the King James Radio Network as we are coming out of the halftime break. 14-0, the Raiders lead it. North Brunswick back out on the field for their three-minute warm-up. So is New Brunswick. The warm-up clock has already started. So before we do that, let's talk about... You know, coming up right after the game, or if you're listening on 920 WON, the Apple, coming up right after the game, WON Sports will be bringing you another episode of The Clubhouse. Join host Rob Adams, Mark Jeffers, and Dave Torromeo for good food, good fun, and great local sports action. Tune into The Clubhouse, powered by WGCH and Rob Casting. Coming up next, right after Raiders football on 920 WON, the Apple, powered by WONNewYork.net. So... 
Raiders lead it 14 to nothing. And again, the team's warming up here for the second half. North Brunswick will get the ball to start the second half. So with that, we'll break. We'll come back with the second half in just a minute. This is North Brunswick Raiders football presented by the North Brunswick Baseball and Softball Association on the King James Radio Network. Earn your doctoral degree at GCU, Arizona's premier private Christian university. Become an authority in your industry with an affordable education that doesn't sacrifice quality. At GCU, learners have access to our doctoral leadership team, counselors, and one-on-one faculty support during their dissertation. This year, invest in yourself to help change the world. Find your purpose at GCU, where advanced technologies drive education. Private, Christian, affordable, nonprofit. Visit gcu.edu slash doctoral. We come back now for the second half. And so, again, the Raiders will get the ball here to start the second half. And, you know, the coaches had talked about, you know, Frankie Garbolino breaking the North Brunswick passing records before it's all said and done. And you know what? <laughs> if my numbers are right, and I, and I think they are, if my numbers are right, they, they might not be all that far off. Frankie Garbolino had a big first half for North Brunswick. We'll get you his numbers here right now. Garbolino was 12 of 21 for 150 yards and two touchdown passes. That's the stat right there. You know, so New Brunswick will go from left to right. Three men back deep here for the Raiders in their blue jerseys with the gold numbers. New Brunswick in the white jerseys with the navy blue numbers. Left-footed kick from Rodney Fanning. It'll go deep to the 11-yard line. This is Jaden Myers straight up the middle. 20, 30, 40, and almost broke one. Caught at the 45 by the kicker, Fanning. So, yeah, Garbolino, 11 for 21, 150 yards on the night with two touchdown passes. Both to Marquise Perry. Perry has three catches for 24 yards and two TDs. Jaden Myers has five catches for 40 yards. David Deloach has a catch for 17 yards. Jelani Devonish Winter has a couple of catches for 43 yards. So big numbers for Garbolino and the receivers. It'll be first and 10 North Brunswick here from their own 48-yard line to start the second half. Garbolino will work out of the shotgun here. Takes the snap, throws it in the flat to Deloach at the 42, gets to the 50 near side, and is tackled at the New Brunswick 45. Tackle made by Isaiah Williams. So Deloach out of the backfield. Ball to the New Brunswick 45. Gain of... Yeah, gain of seven. It'll be second down and three. So Garbolino just adding to his numbers right now. Two receivers right. Boyd to the left. Deloach in motion. Fakes the handoff to Deloach out of the gun. Screen pass to Myers. He bobbles and catches at the 45. Breaks a tackle 40. And spins his way to the 35. Jaden Myers on the near side. Davies. Olienka Davies. There to try to make the tackle. So it'll be first down and 10 from the 34-yard line. So a gain of nine for Myers. This time Myers lined up wide to the right. Deloach slot right. 
Boyd to the left of Garbolino. Frankie out of the shotgun. Four receivers. Takes the snap. Hands off to Boyd. Boyd cuts it up the middle. 30 and is tripped up from behind by Quinton Tibbs. Inside the 30-yard line. Tibbs is slow to get up. So Jaquil running through. Ball at the 28th. Gain of six. Second down and four. 10.29 to go here in the third quarter. North Brunswick 14, New Brunswick nothing. By the way, shout out to First Officer Andy Menlowitz of the Home News Tribune who picked New Brunswick to win tonight. <laughs> so, here's Garbolino out of the gun, takes the snap, hands off here to Jaquil Boyd, cuts it right, crosses the 25, still on his feet. Raiders O-line trying to move the pile here. Gets it to about the 22. So a couple of carries for Jaquil Boyd. And it looks like that will be a North Brunswick first down. So gain of six for Boyd to the 22. First down and 10 at the 22-yard line. We'll see if we can get an update from Greg DeFaro and over at the Sayreville Edison game. It's 14 to 10 at halftime. Garbolino out of the gun. Takes the snap, fakes it to Boyd, throws it over the middle to Marquise Perry. He's got it. 10, 5, breaks the tackle. Goal line. Touchdown, North Brunswick Raiders. Marquise Perry's third touchdown reception of the night. Frankie goes to Hollywood, but first he hits Marquise Perry on a 22-yard score. And the Raiders lead at 20 to nothing, pending the extra point. Marquise Perry on the catch and run. Denzel Bonsu for the extra points. <laughs> Frankie Garbolino to hold. Snap. Spot. Bonsu's kick goes up. And it is good. And with 9 minutes and 44 seconds left to go in the third quarter, North Brunswick jumps out to a 21 to nothing lead on New Brunswick. So we will break here and come back in a moment. This is North Brunswick Raiders football on the King James Radio Network. Attention team. Now in the on-deck circle is you. Thanks to the folks at Now On Deck, you can receive a customized greeting for any special occasion from yours truly, Corbett Thompson, to help celebrate that magic moment. Just go to nowondeck.com and look for me, Corbett Thompson, under the Broadcasters tab. Graduations, birthdays, anniversaries, or even a customized play-by-play -play call of that fantasy sports moment. Visit me at Now On Deck for the details at NowOnDeck.com. We come back here to Raiders Football on the King James Radio Network, presented by the North Brunswick Baseball and Softball Association at NBBSA.com. Also by the Cal Team of Remax Country. That's our pregame sponsors, and as well as, uh, you know, one of our sponsors throughout the game, but primarily, you know, the pregame. John and Dina Calandrusio over at Remax Country over on 40 South Main Street in Milltown, New Jersey. Make sure you stop by the calteam.com, T-H-E-C-A-L-T-E-A-M.com, as Denzel Bonds, who having trouble putting this ball on the tee here. So it's not windy. No wind tonight. So that's all on Denzel. <laughs> but he's got it on there now. Left-footed kick, a line drive kick over to the far side. Caught at the 15-yard line by Amir Alpha. Goes left side, 20, 25, 30, and is tackled at the 40, maybe the 41. Tamir Jenkins getting a hand on him. So Alfred racing across the far side. So the Zebras, before they can touch the ball in the second half, they're down 21 to nothing. It will be first and 10 New Brunswick from their own 42-yard line. 
Now, I have to look to see the last time a North Brunswick receiver had three touchdowns in a game. But Marquise Perry has it. Eye formation here behind Brian Latham. He hands off to Alfred. Alfred crosses the off-tackle left to the 45, maybe the 47. Omar Shahebeldin getting in there on the tackle. I didn't give you uh, New Brunswick stats. Amir Alfred, six carries for 54 yards in the first half. He's been the guy. Brian Latham has only completed one pass, and that was for 11 yards. That was to Eli Rodriguez. Jarazel Bull, four carries for 24 yards in the first half. Eye formation. Latham gives, and straight up the middle, crossing midfield, is Jose Aguilar. Excuse me, Jesse Aguilar. Jesse Aguilar. Or is that Marquel Blount? That might be Marquel Blount. My, my bad. I forgot to change it on the roster. That was a roster change that I forgot to put in. Marquel Blount on the carry. So, gain of four. It'll be third down and one. From the 49, Latham will hand off, but I don't think they got it. It went to Isaiah Williams, and Dejon Thomas drops him for a loss. So Williams, trying to get that one yard, loses a yard instead, loses two. And it will be fourth down and three. From the New Brunswick 49, now... I would think, I would think they would go for it here. Looks like they will. I formation here. Williams is the deep back. Late them under center. Bull goes in motion. The give is to Bull on fourth and three. Bull looks like he's close to a first down at the North Brunswick 49. Shehebedin was there. And it looks like they stopped him just short. So New Brunswick turns it over on downs. The coaches call him Omar S. So Omar S. gets the stop. <laughs> they don't try to pronounce it. For my purposes, I, I have to know. They don't. <laughs> but the Zebras turn it over on downs. First and 10 North Brunswick from basically midfield. We have 735 left to go here in the third quarter. And the Raiders can really, you know, if they haven't already, can put a stranglehold on this game with another score here. As they're up 21 to nothing. So, Garbolino will work under center here with Deloach in the backfield. Pitches it to Deloach. Deloach going to the near side and upended by Eamon Sanders. At the New Brunswick 49, so a yard for Deloach. It'll be second down and nine from the Zebras 49-yard line. See if, uh, trying to see. As I look at, you know, the other teams in the division, we talked about Edison and Servo. 
I got to see if Franklin's playing tonight. Second down and nine. Garbolino with three receivers bunched right. Under center. Takes the snap. And hands off. And Jaden Myers busted play. Looked like there was a bit of a hesitation there. On the handoff from Garbolino to Myers. On the tackle, Jesse Aguilar. So, a loss of two to the North Brunswick 49. It will be third down and 11. Well, we'll call it third and 10. We'll call it third and 10. Two receivers right, two receivers left. So, Garbolino with Boyd to his left out of the shotgun, takes the snap, three-step drop, throws it left side and too high, incomplete. Intended for Joe Milius. And it'll be fourth down. So Garbolino's gotten some air under a few of those. But again, you know, Frankie's had a big night here, so. And it'll be fourth down. Marquise Perry will punt, stands at his own 35, gets this away, a line drive kick, takes a Raider bounce across the New Brunswick 20, across the 15. And it looks like Zamir, Zamir, it'll go down there. I was going to say, down by Zamir David. So, it'll be first down and 10. So, first and 10 for the Zebras. Deep in their own end. They will have the ball on their own, looks like their own 12-yard line. And if you're Nate Harris, I don't know what you're calling here. If you're the Zebras. But that's why he's the head coach and I'm not. First and 10 from the 12. Latham, under center, hands off. Coming to the near side here is Williams. And Jaquil Boyd and Jared Tynes are there to greet him. And so, ball at the 14-yard line. Gain of two by Williams. Second down and eight. So now let me see. Who's Franklin? Is Franklin playing tonight? Let me see. Let me see. Now, of course, I can't get their schedule up here. Let me see. Okay, here we go. No, they're not. They're off this week. Franklin has a bye this week. So, Latham hands off to Alfred. Alfred crossing the 15 down to about the 17 before Boyd is there. So, Amir Alfred on the carry. Gain of three to the 17. It'll be third down and five. Coming up on five minutes to go here in the third. 21 to nothing. So, you know, basically, I have to check on the Edison-Sayreville game, but, of course, the winner of this game, if, if Sayreville beats Edison, that means the winner of this game would be in sole possession of first place in Division 5B of the Big Central Football Conference. Raiders looking for back-to-back -back division titles, which they have never done in their history. Third down and five from the 17. Split backfield. Wait them under center. Takes a snap. Drops back. Looking. Throws it left sideline and completes it. It's a catch. Catch made for New Brunswick by Juan Carlos Leon. 
or Leon. Able to get past his defender on the left side and get a New Brunswick first down at the 32-yard line. 15-yard pass play from Latham to Leon. Leon. Maybe I'll go with the Spanish Leon. Anyway, first and 10 from the 32. Split backfield, Latham under center. The give is to Alfred. Williams back there also. Alfred, Amir Alfred, crosses the 35 down at about the 37. Brandon Harrison, Dejan Thomas there. So New Brunswick trying to mix it up a little bit. Ball at the 37-yard line, gain of five for Alfred, second down and five. Now keep in mind, of course, New Brunswick's down 21 to nothing, and they don't have a whole lot of time. 3.50 to go in the third. Yes, you want to give it to Alfred, but again, keep in mind, you don't have a whole lot of time to mount a 21-point comeback. Second down and five from the 37. The sparse crowd here at North Brunswick chanting defense. Late them under center. Williams in motion. The pitch goes to pitch goes to Tibbs in the backfield. Quentin Tibbs. He crosses the 40. He's dumped at the 41. Flag down. Quentin Tibbs. I believe that's his first touch of the night, if I'm not mistaken. It is. But flag down. So we'll see what we've got here. Holding against New Brunswick. Wait, unsportsmanlike against New Brunswick. So I think there were two penalties on that play. New Brunswick coming out of their huddle as if nothing's going on, but <laughs> we've got a holding and an unsportsmanlike. I believe the Raiders will probably most likely take the unsportsmanlike here. And so it'll move the Zebras back. So the holding penalty and then the unsportsmanlike. Now, he didn't indicate which one was declined, but I would think that they declined the holding penalty and take the unsportsmanlike. I would think that's the case. So, did John, did John Zalahowski just say it's driven all the way back to Somerset County? I got to give him creativity points for that. All right, so the ball is at the 12-yard line. Jeez, that's, well, it looks like the both penalties were accepted. Meanwhile, New Brunswick will pick it up here. Quentin Tibbs gets the handoff. He's tackled by Dejon Thomas. So then that's a 25-yard double penalty, which would make it second and 30. The give is to Tibbs. He's tackled by Thomas. Ball is at the 23-yard line, so that's a gain of 11. Uh, third and 19 from the 23. Yeah, they have to get to the 42. So third and 19 from the 23. We got 240 left in the third. So New Brunswick's in all kinds of trouble here. Latham under center. Drops back the pass. Throws it left. And incomplete. Marquise Perry was on the coverage. Eli Rodriguez, the intended receiver, and Latham under threw him. It'll be fourth down. So fourth and 19 from the 23. 
I don't see New Brunswick. I don't see what choice they have but to punt here because they're still deep in their own end of the field. It'd be one thing if they were at midfield. Maybe you go for it, but Rodney Fanning will punt for the Zebras. Marquise Perry back deep for the Raiders. He's standing at his own 43. Fanning at the New Brunswick 14. The Zebras waiting to get their personnel in. Got to watch the play clock. The imaginary play clock where the referees keep that on the field. Fanning waiting. Gets the snap. High kick, but it's short. Kind of shanked it there. And it does take a New Brunswick bounce across the Raider, across the Zebras 40 and out of bounds. So a short kick from Fanning and, you know, kind of went there off the side of the foot there. And the Raiders will have it in New Brunswick territory at roughly the 40-yard line. Where it will be first down and 10. So first and 10, head coach Nate Harris. I'm not sure what he's arguing about. I think he wanted a face mask called on the Raiders on that, but he's not going to get it. First and 10, North Brunswick from the New Brunswick 42-yard line with 2.23 remaining in the third quarter. North Brunswick 21, New Brunswick nothing. Let me see if I can get an update from the Grand High Exalted Mystic Ruler Greg Tafaro here on Edison and Sayreville. Edison up 16-14 to 14 in the third quarter to a seesaw game over in Edison. Garbolino out of the gun, takes the snap, quick throw to the right, and completes it at the 40, 35, I believe that's Myers, 30, 20, 10, 5, right corner of the end zone, no, Joe Milius is forced out of bounds at the one-yard line. And injured man for New Brunswick, Jesse Aguilar, is shaken up over on the far sideline. But that was a screen pass to Milius. And he almost took it to the house for a touchdown. But we get a flag. So injured man and a flag. So the Milius play may be negated here. Nope, they're going to, looks like they're going to pick it up, I think. So did they call a touchdown? It looks like they called a touchdown on the plate of Milius. So, officially, touchdown North Brunswick Raiders, Joe Milius. Frankie Garbolino's fourth touchdown pass of the night goes to Joe Milius for 42 yards. And the Raiders lead it 27-0, pending the extra point. Official timeout. So no flag on the play. They picked it up and give Milius the touchdown. Denzel Bonsu will come on for the extra point. Frankie Garbolino to hold. The snap, spot. And Denzel's kick is high enough, and it is good. 
So on one of the most awkward touchdown plays you will ever see, with two minutes and 12 seconds left to go in the third quarter, North Brunswick 28, New Brunswick nothing. We'll break. We'll come back. We're Raiders football on the King James Radio Network and 920 WON, the Apple. John, John Calandrusio at Remax Country is there for all of your residential real estate needs in Central Jersey. Remax Country is located at 40 South Main Street in Milltown, New Jersey. Please feel free to call John directly on his cell phone at 908-812-9148 or visit www.thecalteam.com. That's C-A-L-thecalteam.com. Once again, 908-812-9148 for John Calandrusio at Remax Country in Milltown, New Jersey. Listen to the King James Radio Network by downloading the Spreaker app to your phone or tablet. Spreaker is spelled S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. You can find it in the App Store on your iPhone or on Google Play for Android users. We come back to Steve Lieber Field here in North Brunswick, New Jersey. Corbett Thompson here on the King James Radio Network. The Raiders lead it now by a score of 28 to nothing here over New Brunswick. Let's see, the last time the Raiders had a shutout, I would have to think, just off the top of my head, as Denzel Bonzi with a short kick. This one is caught at the 38 by Eamon Sanders. He crosses the 40 and gets to the New Brunswick 45. So Sanders on the return. So New Brunswick will have it first and 10 from their own 45-yard line. Of course, if the Raiders get one more touchdown with the extra point, then there will be a running clock for the remainder of the second half. Uh, not quite there yet. First down and 10, New Brunswick. Now, let's see. The last time the Raiders had a shutout win. Let me see. I'm thinking. Nah, I can't think, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to look on my sheet as first and 10 from the 45 Tibbs in motion screen pass to Tibbs but that's snuffed out by Joe Milius three yard loss and it looked like Tibbs was calling for the ball as he was in motion no they're going to rule it incomplete alright so they're going to rule it incomplete So second down and 10 from the 45. And we get whistles here with a minute 37 where the clock is running. They, they ruled it an incomplete pass. So I think the refs want to reset the clock here. So, yeah. So... I couldn't hear from here what he was saying. One minute, 50 seconds they want back on the clock. So the clock official will reset here to a minute 50 remaining here in the third quarter. So now we're ready. It'll be second and 10 New Brunswick from their own 45-yard line. Amir Alfred in the backfield. Brian Latham under center for New Brunswick. Tibbs goes in motion. The give is to Tibbs. He goes left, crosses the 45, and down at the 50-yard line just about. A lot of guys there for the Raiders. Tamir Jenkins is one. Looks like Amari Macklin is another. Let's give it up for our North Brunswick Township marching bands and our North Brunswick team. 
So Tibbs gets it to the 49, where it will be third down and six. Third and six from the 49. 1.13 to go in the third quarter. This, this game has been all Raiders, 28 to nothing. Under center is Latham. Tibbs, uh, check that. Latham gets out of trouble. Harrison tried to sack him. Couldn't. Throws a deep ball and bobbled by Isaiah Williams. And drops to the ground at the 30-yard line. Incomplete. Latham was being chased by Brandon Harrison, former New Brunswick kid himself. And had to get rid of it. And he threw it to Williams. Threw it all the money to Williams, but Williams dropped it. It'll be fourth down and six from the 49. Now, here, if you're New Brunswick, you got to go for it. You're down 28 to nothing with a minute to go in the third quarter. So, uh, the Zebras look like, you know, they'll go for it here. Nothing to lose at this point. Eli Rodriguez wide to the right. Alfred in the backfield along with Williams. Out of the shotgun is Latham. He throws it over the middle and incomplete. Macklin on the coverage. Intended for Jaden Gomez. And so, New Brunswick turns it over on downs. First down, North Brunswick Raiders from the New Brunswick 49-yard line with 55 seconds left to go here in the third quarter. And so, you know, surprisingly, this has been a one-sided game. I know a lot of people thought it would be a lot closer than this. But the Raiders showing perhaps that, you know, they are for real this year. This is not a quote-unquote rebuilding year. So first and 10 from the 49, Frankie Garbolino with four touchdown passes tonight. Garbolino out of the shotgun, takes the snap, gives over to David Deloach, crosses the 50, and hit at the 45, and tried to keep going, but the rest will rule him down. Amir Alfred on the tackle of Deloach. Now I know it's probably, I have to look it up, but it's probably been a while since a Raider has thrown four TD passes in a game. Ball goes to the New Brunswick 44, second and five now. Gain of five by Deloach. Jelani Devonish Winter is wide to the right. Two receivers left. Garbolino worked out of the shotgun with Deloach to his left. 15 seconds left in the third. Garbolino taking his time and takes the snap. Hands off to Deloach. He goes straight up the middle to the Zebra's 40. Quentin Tibbs on the tackle. That'll be close to a first down. That ends the third quarter. The Raiders will be about a yard short as the ball is marked at the 40-yard line. So it'll be third and one North Brunswick from the 40-yard line when we come back as the Raiders lead it over New Brunswick by a score of 28 to nothing. We will take a break. We will come back with the fourth quarter in a moment. This is North Brunswick Raiders football presented by the North Brunswick Baseball and Softball Association on the King James Radio Network. Attention, Attention fans. Now, now in the on-deck circle is you. Thanks to the folks at Now On Deck, you can receive a customized greeting for any special occasion from yours truly, Corbett Thompson, to help celebrate that magic moment. Just go to nowondeck.com and look for me, Corbett Thompson, under the Broadcasters tab. Graduations, 
birthdays, anniversaries, or even a customized play-by-play call of that fantasy sports moment. Visit me at Now On Deck for the details at nowondeck.com. Well, WON Sports High School football coverage continues with a West Jersey matchup you cannot miss as Rancocas Valley, the Red Devils, take on the Pensacola Indians, powered by SJ Sports Talk. Tune in for all the hard-hitting gridiron action tomorrow at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, live on 920 WON The Apple, which can be heard exclusively at WONNewYork.net. That's tomorrow afternoon. Meanwhile, here on the King James Radio Network, 28 to nothing, North Brunswick leads it with 12 minutes on the clock for the fourth quarter. Two receivers right for Frankie Garbolino. Third down and one for the New Brunswick 40. Movement on the New Brunswick line. No flag. And now we get a whistle. Movement called against the Raiders instead. So on third and one will now be third and six from the New Brunswick 45. Again, if the Raiders can punch it in one more time with Denzel Bonsu kicking the extra point, that would give the Raiders a 35-point lead, which would give them a running clock the rest of the way. Unless New Brunswick can score and answer back. So to be third down and six, Joel Milius wide left. Andre Catney wide to the left. Garbolino out of the gun, takes the snap, throws it left, and looks like it was incomplete. Yeah, pass batted down at the line. It will be fourth down and six. The Raiders will punt. So Mike Saipot and company getting some other guys in there. So Marquise Perry will punt. He will be back at his own 42. Quentin Tibbs back deep for New Brunswick. Stands at his own 10. So one punting, number one punting to number one. Amari Macklin getting in there on special teams for the Raiders. But number one, Marquise Perry punting to number one, Quentin Tibbs. Low snap, bounces to Perry. He's got it and gets it away. This will take a Raider bounce towards the far sideline. And it will be downed at the five-yard line. Jeremiah Brema getting over there on special teams. Downs it at the five. And the Zebras will have it there, first down and 10 at their own five-yard line on what is amounted to a long night for Nate Harris and company. Well, if you're New Brunswick, to talk about the Zebras for a moment, you know, you had high hopes coming into this game, showing that you could play with the big boys. But New Brunswick will return home next week Next Friday, they will face Edison at home. The Raiders, next week, will have a non-conference game against Passaic Tech, which is not written in stone yet. As Latham hands off, we might have a face mask penalty here. Flag goes flying. The Raiders front, stopping, stopping Alfred. But we might have a face mask here. Flag down. Harrison comes out of the pile limping. Brandon Harrison, and that's not a good sign if you're the Raiders. And now he sits down on the turf. So injury timeout for the Raiders. Brandon Harrison is the injured player. 
Meanwhile, we still haven't officially got word on the flag. Most likely a face mask against the Raiders on Alfred. But Brandon Harrison, I've talked about him. You know, I talked about him last week in the Sayreville game and on our Meet the Coaches show two weeks ago. I said, this guy has potential stud written all over him. You know, if he, you know, puts two and two together and uh, this guy, you know, can, can make noise in a game. And you've seen it, you know, at times, you saw it at times last week. You've seen a little bit of it tonight. So hopefully this injury is not too severe. Now, you know, if you're the coaches, you probably, you know, let him sit the rest of the way here. You're up 28 to nothing with 11 and a half minutes to go. No need to, uh, you know, push the envelope here. I think Mike Saipot's ready to get some of the JV guys in there anyway. So I think this will probably be it for Harrison tonight, regardless. But um, this guy, you know, I thought about Leon Lowry a couple of years ago, you know, when he was you know, a junior coming on the varsity. And I'd look at Brandon Harrison and I look at this guy and this guy looks like he can wreck shop on a game. I'm telling you. You know, you heard it here. And I don't I don't, you know, Brandon Harrison. Assuming he's not severely injured as he gets up and he will jog off the field here. So Harrison is a junior, goes at 6'4", 210 pounds. Meanwhile, that is a face mask against North Brunswick, so it'll be a first down at the 20, we'll call it the 28. So Latham under center, drops back, throws it deep, ball right side, and bobbled and incomplete. Intended for Eli Rodriguez. Samir David on the coverage for the Raiders. It'll be second down. So, ball at the 27. It'll be second down and 10. So New Brunswick just probably just trying to get on the board here to give them something positive to go into next week. So second down and 10. Latham, hands off on the draw. And going up the middle is Alfred. Alfred busting loose, 45, midfield. Now check that. That's not Alfred. That's Jaden Gomez. I believe that was Gomez on the carry. If I'm correct, let me look at my New Brunswick roster. We're at the point of the game now where, yeah, Jaden Gomez. So it gets to the Raiders 49, first down and 10. This time, handoff goes nowhere. Craig Wade, among others. They stop Alfred in the backfield. Davion Johnson also there. Loss of two for Alfred. Second down and 12 from the New Brunswick 49. So, yeah, Raiders line pregame at 630 next Friday night, presumably against Pacific Tech. 
we'll let you know if anything changes. Two receivers left. Out of the shotgun is Latham. He hands off. This is Williams. Isaiah Williams, he's wrestled down. Number 50 on the tackle, Jake Tavoli, one of the seniors honored before the game on senior night. Tavoli's got that hair, got Leonard Williams' hair coming out of the helmet. Mr. Tavoli. Gain of two back to the Raiders' 49, the original line of scrimmage. It'll be third and ten. With 9.45 to go here in the fourth, New Brunswick. Well, I guess they've waved the white flag here because they're not in any hurry. As North Brunswick up 28 to nothing. Two receivers right. Sanders slot left. Alfred to the left of Latham. In motion is Tibbs out of the gun. And Latham steps up in the pocket, throws a deep ball over the middle. Incomplete. Over through Eli Rodriguez. Jeremiah Brima on the coverage. Along with Zamir David. And it'll be fourth down and ten. So fourth and ten. From the North Brunswick 49. And the Zebras will punt. So yeah, I think uh, Nate Harris will live to fight another day here. So probably next series, I would think. Well, I would think next series, whether the Raiders score or not, after the next series, you probably see the JV guys. As Fanning will punt. Left-footed kick from his own 40. This is a high kick. Sanders down there, and it's picked up at the 18 by Perry. Breaks a tackle, 25. Breaks another tackle, 30. Perry to the left side, 40, 50, and he is dumped before the 50. Marquise Perry making something out of nothing. He's done that quite a bit. You know, you look at Marquise Perry and Jaden Myers. You know, the Raiders expecting big things from both of those guys this year, and both guys have delivered. Perry with three touchdown catches tonight. Joe Milius with the other. We got a flag down, though, so this might come back. The pink flag on the turf. You know, there's a lot of moms here. I don't know if laundry would be a good word. <laughs> so, flag down. Looks like it's going to be against the Raiders as the rest are going over to the North Brunswick bench there and talking with the coaches there. So, yep, it's going to come back a little bit here. Don't ask me what the penalty was, though. Holding. All right, so holding against North Brunswick. 9.05 to go in the fourth. Holding from the spot of the foul, which would be the 19-yard line, so they're going to bring it all the way back. To the between the eight and nine. So it looks like they're going to spot it at the nine yard line. So the Raiders will have it there. First and ten from the nine. The first team offense back out on the field. Probably you know, could be for the last time tonight. Samir David wide to the left. 
Amari Macklin is in the backfield along with David Deloach. Split backfield for Garbolino. He hands off to Deloach. He goes left and crosses the 10 down at about the 13. So Deloach on the carry. Ball at the 14, so gain of five. Second down and five from the 14. 840 to go. Deloach will come off. Samir David wide left. Andre Catney wide left. Wide to the right is Jerry Milius. Tamir Jenkins will get the handoff here. He goes left, crosses the 15 down past the 20 and about the 21. So Jenkins getting his first touch, and it gives the Raiders a first down. You know, just once, I would love to be sitting in my house just to hear John Zelohoski, uh from my house. I wish I could be, like, omnipresent like that. But anyway, first down and 10, North Brunswick from the 21. Garbolino out of the shotgun, two receivers right, taking his time, split backfield. Macklin to his right, Jenkins to his left. Garbolino taking as much time off as possible without incurring a flag. 7.40 to go. Frankie takes the snap, hands off to Jenkins, cuts it back up the middle, but he runs into Quentin Tibbs, and that's going to be that. Gets to about the 23. So, gain of two. Right, we'll call it three. Second down and seven with 7-11 to go in the fourth. And again, North Brunswick 28, New Brunswick nothing. Let's see if I can get an update on Edison in Sayreville here. We'll see if we can get you that. As Garbolino takes his time, Sayreville missed a field goal. Edison up 16 to 14 in that game. As Garbolino takes the snap, up oh, fumble on the handoff. Garbolino falls on it though. Back at the 18-yard line. Looked like he was trying to hand off there. I'm not sure if there was Jenkins. He was trying to get it to. But Garbolino falls on it. So, ball back at the 20, third and 11. 6.20 to go here in the fourth. So, again, Jerry Milius wide to the right, two receivers left, split backfield. Jenkins to the right, Macklin to the left of Garbolino. Frankie standing still right now. So, a four-touchdown night for Garbolino. As Frankie takes the snap, hands off. This is Jenkins running left, and he's going to be tracked down from behind. Olienka Davies on the tackle for New Brunswick, which means it'll be fourth down. And ball at the 23, so gain of three. Fourth and eight. Raiders will punt with five and a half to go and counting. New Brunswick will not use their timeouts here. But again, you know, if 
if Sayreville can beat Edison, Sayreville trailing 16 to 14, if Sayreville beats Edison, well, I spoke, I spoke, I misspoke when I said that the Raiders would have sole possession of first place because Franklin is 1-0. I mean, technically, timeout North Brunswick here, but I guess technically the Raiders would be up by half a game over Franklin. Meanwhile, North Brunswick calls a timeout because Franklin is idle tonight. 4.58 to go. 28 to nothing. North Brunswick will break. And we'll come back in a moment on the King James Radio Network. Special, Special thanks, thanks goes out to the North Brunswick Baseball and Softball Association for another year of teaming with the King James Radio Network for our North Brunswick Raiders football coverage. Visit the NBBSA at nbbsa.com where you can find upcoming events, registration information, and some of the on-field accomplishments of the many youth baseball teams that represent North Brunswick, New Jersey. As always, thanks to NBBSA President Dave Rosenberg and Vice President Dave Kugler. Be sure and pay them a visit at nbbsa.com. That's the North Brunswick Baseball and Softball Association. This is Jaquil Boy. It's the 10th season of North Brunswick Raiders football on the King James Radio Network. Marquise Perry takes the snap on fourth down and punch this one away. Takes a Raider bounce across midfield. It'll land in the New Brunswick 49 on fourth and eight for North Brunswick from their own 23-yard line. We have four minutes and 46 seconds left to go in the fourth quarter here at Steve Lebro Field. North Brunswick 28, New Brunswick nothing. I'm thinking off the top of my head, I have to look it up. Off the top of my head, the last shutout would be when the Raiders beat East Brunswick in the final game of the regular season two years ago. That's the last shutout that I recall, but let me look here. Again, that's just off the top of my head. Um, that's right, they beat Piscataway last year to win the division title <laughs> in Peeway. That's right. So, first and 10, New Brunswick from their own 49. Late them out of the gun. Steps up in the pocket. Zarts, darts it. Zarts, I, I'm crossing up between zips and darts. Zips it over the middle. It's complete at the rate of 41. Eli Rodriguez on the catch. I'm creating new words here. So, Rodriguez on the catch. So we'll see if they give him the first down on this. Is it a gain of 10? They started to move the chains. Oh, yep, it is a first down. All right, so now the chains will be officially moved. First and 10 at the 41. Referees have not signaled yet for play to resume. The Zebras are set. They're ready to run something. them out of the shotgun. Alfred to his right. Two receivers right. them takes the snap, draws back, throws it right side, and incomplete. Intended for Jaden Gomez. It'll be second down. So second and ten from the 41. 4-11 to go here in the fourth. Here on senior night here at Steve Lebro Field. So it looks like Mike Saipot will stay undefeated on senior night and move to 4-0. Also will stay undefeated in the month of October. 
Heyman Sanders in motion to the far side. Late them out of the gun. Takes the snap. Throws it over the middle and gets it to Alfred. Crosses the 40 to the near side. 35. Gets around the tackle. 30. And Brema knocks him out of bounds. Close to the 20-yard line. You know, for the, the most part, the Raiders have been able to contain Alfred and not let him you know, break off a big run or anything. Gain of 17, though, on that play. It'll be first and 10 from the 24. 4-1 to go in the fourth. Latham out of the gun. Alfred to his left. Takes the snap. Latham throws it. Deep ball. End zone right side. Nobody there, though. Tibbs never got there. Pass incomplete. It'll be second down. Jeremiah Brema on the coverage for North Brunswick. Second and 10 from the 24. Most likely the last gasp here for the Zebras. So yeah, Edison and Sayreville were both 0-1. So regardless of who wins that game, you know the Raiders will go on to win here. So the Raiders will go to 2-0. They will technically be in sole possession of first place in the Big Central Football Conference because Franklin, again, they have not playing tonight. They are 1-0. The Raiders will be a half game ahead. Sanders in motion to the far side. Late them out of the gun. Low snap. Rolls right. Throws right. Completes it to Sanders at the 20. He is dumped there. Tackle made by Matthew Boyd. I'm actually surprised that Sanders hobbles off. I'm actually surprised they let Sanders back in this game. But he hobbles off. That's probably going to be it for him. Ball at the 21, gain of three. It'll be third down and seven from the 21. Clock runs at 320 to go. New Brunswick has three timeouts. I mean, I guess, you know, if something miraculous happens, they could always use them. But two receivers right. And Tibbs in motion to the near side. Late them out of the gun. Takes the snap. Throws it in zone. Right side. Caught by Rodriguez. And touchdown, New Brunswick. Eli Rodriguez. Able to catch it over Tamir Gladden Boone. And so New Brunswick gets on the board with 3.01 to go in the fourth. Eli Rodriguez, a 21-yard touchdown reception from Brian Latham. Rodney Fanning. Actually, nope. Fanning, let's see. Yep, Fanning will kick the extra point. Tibbs will hold. For a minute, I thought Tibbs was kicking the extra point. So Fanning, left-footed kick. Goes up, and it is good. And so, with 3.01 left to go here in the fourth quarter, North Brunswick 28, New Brunswick 7, so no shutout for the Raiders. We'll break, and we'll come back in just a moment. This is North Brunswick Raiders football on the King James Radio Network. The King James Radio Network is now accepting inquiries this summer to broadcast games on our King James Jr. channel. If you have a youth baseball, basketball, or football game in the state of New Jersey that you want to be heard on the air, please send an email to kingjamesradio1 at gmail.com with the date and time that you're looking for, and we'll let you know if we can make it. Inquiries are not guaranteed to be accepted based on a combination of availability and first come, first serve. We look forward to broadcasting your game 
on King James Jr., a channel of the King James Radio Network at jamesisking.com. This is Brett Krause with the North Brunswick Raiders. This is BJ Pryor. This is David Straminski. This is Nikhil Jariwala. This is Christian Petrillo. This is Miles Bailey. This is Jaquil Boy. This is Frankie Garbolino. It is the 10th season North Brunswick Raiders football on the King James Radio Network. Hard to believe it's been 10 years now, <laughs> the 10th year. And uh, I said last week I, I didn't think we'd get past year one. But 301 to go here in the fourth. 28 to 7 Raiders lead. The marching band tuning up. Over to the far left. Rodney Fanning will presumably try an onside kick here. Yep. Well, a little too much foot into that one. It's caught at the North Brunswick 48. It looks like... I want to make sure I get the number right. Yeah, Joe Milius. Joe Milius catches the onside kick. And so the Raiders will have it first and 10 from their own 48. Well, make it 47. 47-yard line. Now, basically, here the Raiders just need a first down, and then they can run out the clock, I would think. I don't think New Brunswick is going to use any of their three timeouts here. So, first and 10 from the 47. We'll see if we can get you at least one more update here from Edison on the Edison-Sayreville game, which affects the division, Division 5B of the Big Central Football Conference. So, let's see what the Grand High Exultant Mystic Ruler Greg Tafaro has here. Edison wins 16-14 over Sayreville. So Edison now improves to 1 and 1, Sayreville now 0 and 2. As the handoff to Jeremiah Brema and breaks out a one tackle but is dropped back at the 45 and I believe Joe Milius is in at quarterback. Amir Alfred shaking up trying to make the tackle. And so the Raiders have as, as I thought they would, brings in, you know, bringing in some of their other guys. New Brunswick still has, you know, most of their first teamers out on the field. We have an, uns we have an unsportsmanlike call against New Brunswick here. And so that's a 15-yard penalty and a first down. So that'll bring it all the way to the Zebra's 39-yard line. With 2.48 to go. And uh, presumably the Raiders can run out the clock from here. Gabe Battle is on the left side along with, I believe that's Danny Brahini out there. Yep, Danny Brahini slot left, the freshman. Split backfield, Macklin back there. Joe Milius is in at quarterback, by the way. Jeremiah Brema. To the left of Milius. Out of the gun. Milius takes the snap. Gave to Macklin, but flags down. Ball start against the Raiders. It'll be first and 15 now from the 44. So Joe Milius now in at quarterback after Frankie Garbolino. A huge night for Frankie. Frankie goes to Hollywood with four touchdown passes. Three of them to Marquise Perry. The other one going to Milius. And Milius now in at quarterback. So, again, wide to the left here is Gabe Battle. Macklin to the right. Brema to the left. Milius takes the snap, hands off to Macklin. He crosses the 45, and it's going to be down there. Three guys for New Brunswick there to meet him. Tyree Pacheco is one of them. Hands off first to 
So, Dean Petrillo, Chris Marr, and the North Brunswick coaches will make their way down. And not once did we have to mention the Yankees tonight, so this is a good night. 1-1? One, one. Only tell me to score if the Rays are winning. So, <laughs> handoff, handoff from Milius goes to Brema. Yeah, he was driven back to the 47, so loss of two would be... Yeah, third and 18. 52 seconds left to go. And again, I don't think the Raiders are looking to take another snap here. Milius, well, they, they'll probably take one more. And again, I don't think New Brunswick's going to use their timeouts. But yeah, one-to-one -one I heard, Yankees and Rays. Let's go Rays. <laughs> Ticking Yankee fans off as much as they tick me off. Anyway, third and 18 from the 47. What did you say? <laughs> Hand off to Macklin over to the far side. Yes, Amari Macklin. See, Amari Macklin on the far side. <laughs> Ball's at the 46-yard line, so a gain of one, but that's going to end it. As the clock hits zero, and this game is over. And the North Brunswick Raiders improved to 2-0 on the, two, the 2020 season with a emphatic, convincing, whatever adjective you want to use, 28-7 win over the New Brunswick Zebras here at Steve Lebro Field. So the Raiders go to 2-0. New Brunswick goes to 1-1. New Brunswick returns home to face Edison next week. The Raiders will stay here at Steve Lebro Field. They will take on Passaic Tech. And so, you know, four touchdown passes from Frankie Garbolino, three to Marquise Perry, and one more to Joe Milius on a catch and run, and that's the story in a nutshell on offense for the Raiders. I have to total up Garbolino's passing numbers. But he's got to be close to 200 yards on the night. I don't think he crossed it, but I think he's close to it. But, again, I'll, I'll have to look up the last time a Raider quarterback threw four touchdown passes. It's probably been a while. Because I don't think, I, again, off the top of my head, I don't think, I don't think Christian Petrillo did it in the two and a half years he was the starter. You know, because Chris, you know, Christian was more of a, you know, a, a, you know, he was more of a, uh, a dual threat quarterback where he could run and throw. But in any event, the Raiders win it 28 to seven. And by the way, uh, coming up next on WON on 920 WON is the clubhouse again with Rob Adams, Mark Jeffers, and Dave Tormeo. So they'll be on right after we're done here. So. You know, three three sacks in the first half of Brian Latham, you know, for the Raiders' D. And they just kept the pressure on New Brunswick all throughout the second half. Did not let them get going, which was what happened, you know, for New Brunswick against Immaculata last week. So the Raiders go to 2-0.
Mike Saipot continues as Mr. October. He is now 14-0 in the month of October. Starting to border on the Undertaker streak with Mike Saipot here in October. And he is also 4-0 on senior night. So, my thanks to North Brunswick Athletic Director Sean Morell. And my thanks to all involved in making this broadcast possible. And again, my thanks to Jonathan Rios and the folks at 920WON, the Apple out of Brooklyn, New York. And thanks to John Big Time Zelohoski over on the public address and his partner there, Anthony Partizana. All right. So, our next broadcast of North Brunswick Raiders Football on the King James Radio Network will be next Friday night, October the 16th. We will be here at Steve Lebron Field when the North Brunswick Raiders, at least for now, take on the Bulldogs of Pasig Tech. Game time is at 7 p.m. Raiders Live pregame presented by the Cal team at Remax Country will be at 6.30. If there's any change in the schedule for next week, we'll post it to our Facebook and Twitter pages, Facebook under King James Radio Network, and Twitter at King James Radio 1. With that being said, it is now 9.34 p.m., which means it is officially, it's unofficially, officially, Pasek Tech Week. And so, until next week, this is Corbett Thompson saying goodbye. Godspeed. We thank you for listening to this edition of North Brunswick Raiders Football on the King James Radio Network. By the way, my thanks to Stephanie Haig and Brianna Mills for joining me at halftime. My thanks to Omar Shahabuddin for joining us in the pregame. And so, goodbye, Godspeed. We'll talk to you next week. Your final score, the North Brunswick Raiders 28, the New Brunswick Zebras 7. We'll talk to you next Friday. Until then, you folks, have a good night.